Maybe. I right? also thought it was like heavily distracting me at my job. Like I wasn't, you know, like I was always talking about games when I should have been like doing my. So you wanted an out, job. like an outlet specifically. Yeah, I remember distinctly saying, I think, you know, one thing that would help us is if we just had a forum after work to just kind of do it, and that's why we started doing it. You know, like I don't want. Yeah, I and then here, two hundred episodes later, two hundred. It's two hundred weeks. Welcome to episode 200, 200 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. 200. I, I am Felix Hergood. What's up, And I'm guys? here with... Lock and Key. What's going on, everybody? Lock and Key. Trip Zero. Trip Zero. How are you guys? Neo-Yoshi. 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 <laughs> Uh, Diamond Jab's here. And our special guest this evening is Diamond Jab. Hey, Diamond Jab. Thanks for being here for Woo! 200. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. All that clapping you heard was actually just done by our studio audience, uh, Mr. Kevin Oates. Kevin, yeah. Oates, Kevin Oates in the audience. Yeah. Kevin Oates in the He's audience. the sound of multiple Quite people Quite frequent clapping. special guest. He's got our, uh, our board uh, of topics up as well. So we appreciate you being here, Kevin Oates. All the hits, man. Give all the hits. Did you guys notice that I added to the actual website profiles for all our special guests? I haven't had a chance to see that. I yeah. haven't looked at that a lot part of the website I haven't yet. looked, so I'm just been a real piece of shit. No, don't worry about it. it. Appreciate but, the work you've been doing but on I, the transition, man. I put a profile for Kevin Oates, a profile for Diamond Jab. That's dope. So it's, I love being back here in person. I yeah. know it's so convenient. Discord is insanely convenient. Yeah, it's real easy. But so easy. You can't have the caliber. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you can't have the caliber of conversation that you can have in person. You can get <coughs> physical yeah, cues, eye contact. You're able to point to us, Felix, well, and we knew who was going to say whose name was next. Yeah. Like that's just you know take that for granted. Well, yeah, I mean it's the same thing with like you know you enjoy poker night out playing poker. God, I but you could we could poker. literally all hop in Discord and play a poker yeah. game, which would never be the same. I know, you know? it's the same so, thing. So the first thing we were going to talk about is we were just going to talk about some like memories, basically yeah. things things that we did uh, over time. Um, I, I personally was just going to say thank you for being here. Um, we've been doing this for, for the most part, free uh, for all this time. You guys, I didn't get kept, fucking paid. So you I mean, guys you got paid. I did you not get any so, money. You guys, uh, I've lost money. We all have lost money. Sure. Yeah. Lost money on yeah. that. So yeah. you, you yeah. guys I mean, all kept if you're getting a paycheck. Coming. God bless. <laughs> thank you, sir. You guys kept Enjoy. coming. Thank thank you for coming and doing this awesome show that. No. for yes, as absolutely. long as we have. No. Well, no. Um, everyone, thank, th- everyone thank you and you're welcome at the same, but, uh, same yeah, time. Yeah, we, the one thing that I want to point out is like how much we've evolved. I mean, we have... I mean, it's it's small steps. There's other people who are further along than we are, but we're, we've moved from just being an audio-only podcast with a lot of audio issues. Production-wise, we've improved ourselves. We now have yeah, Twitch, we have Mixer... We have a YouTube channel that's on its way. We do know. it live, yeah. We we do the show live, and I remember, I don't know how many episodes, it was like Trip Zero just going, well, when we're doing this live, you know, it's going to be like this, and like you had all these ideas, and that's a lot called, of those... called an affirmation. You right. speak it into existence. And a lot of those ideas that you... With no work. <laughs> but No, Magic. but still, a lot of those ideas that you put forth 
came to fruition. I mean, we still, you keep saying that we're going to do a multicam shoot, and one of these days we're going to. I think we will. I still do have ideas. Yeah, I think one of the best things that happened, and it's pretty recent, um, and shout out to, to Neo for it, is the organization of the Discord. Like, can you oh believe, like, right, right, can right. You believe that like, we didn't have a Discord? Like, How long has the Discord I've, actually been in existence? It's like, like a few months. It's like six months, right? I um like some, probably somewhere in like the six month and like I, I push you guys like real hard to like get in it too. The, the Discord is it's so well organized and it enables us to have like a forward facing gathering point no matter what any of us are doing, and it's transformed our entire podcast at the reach, the connection. It's it's been incredible. Oh, it's it's honestly it's feedback like became I, instant. Yeah, yes. pretty much. You know. Yeah, and you it's know. something that I literally check just like I check my Twitter feed. Yep. You know, 100%. Like it's, it's its I mean, own it's a social, social network yeah. mm-hmm. thing. Um, and to think like when this started with Felix and I just talking about Red Dead and talking about. I think our first show was just all Destiny. Yeah, but before like before we decided to record our, oh, our yeah, audio, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. would just talk about Red Dead. Um, I don't even know Destiny a little bit probably. But to think that it came from like a point where we would just sit at our job and talk video games to then sit at a studio drunk talking about video games. <laughs> I was doing... So it's like like the evolution of it from where it, where we started is has been... So I, I, how it evolved was I was doing a radio show at Temple University. Right. I was getting my degree in like special media or new media or whatever it was called. Emergent media, I think it was called. <laughs> Emergent media. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Oh, shit, dude. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Uh, but I was doing this radio show, and I love talking on a microphone. The radio show I was doing, I was basically it was. I remember it was the middle of the winter, and I was basically at this like weird rogue campus of Temple University that's up in Ambler, nowhere near Philadelphia. And I would drive up there, and then I would get there, and I would have. When I got there at the beginning of this semester, I thought it was going to be a hands-on. The teacher was going to be there, like in the studio when I'm producing the show. No, no, no. It was just me. Like she said, get the keys in the morning from the guard, go down to this studio, set everything up yourself and do your show. And I literally would do my show to the Internet. I would do like and the format wasn't a podcast. It was like live radio. Like I would I I had formats like I remember I did uh, a show called The Music of Heroin. And it was just like all these bands who had people who died from heroin. Oh, my God. So I did all these songs. Wow. Like I did all these different things. Um, I I did a show that was music of Grand Theft Auto, like just music from the Grand Theft Auto soundtracks, which mm. was really cool. That's but when cool. that stopped, I didn't want to stop. I wanted to keep talking on a microphone, and that's when at work my conversation, hanging out with my buddy Locke here, was basically like, "Hey man, uh, you want to do a podcast? Uh, because I'm I'm not done talking on a microphone. I got a lot to say." So. And that's why I said he hadn't you hadn't thought about it, right? No, no. I mean, I, w- I would never like on my own do that. You know, like I would never put myself in that position. Um, but I don't even know it, what what convinced you to to come over my house. <laughs> probably the bourbon and the, and the pizza. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. I sold I mean, you guys. Probably helps. Liquor, Good reason. Yeah. Liquor he- and carbs. He- heavy yeah. amounts of uh, liquor and carbs. Probably helps. Yeah. But I mean, no, but it, it's it's true. I mean, all we decided to do early on then, which it hasn't. <laughs> That's not really fucking change that much. Was literally just talk about whatever we wanted to talk about. Yeah, because I you think know, like we it, were... it, it wasn't like a like we weren't trying to be something other than we were like we are right. We would just talk about destiny or talk about 
Red Dead or whatever it may be. I also thought it was like heavily distracting me at my job. Like I wasn't, you know, like I was always talking about games when I should have been like doing my job. So you wanted an outlet, like an outlet specifically. Yeah. I remember distinctly saying, I think, you know, one thing that would help us is if we just had a forum after work to just kind of do it. And that's why we started doing it, you know? Like I don't want, yeah. And then here, 200 episodes later. 200. It's 200 weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's probably what... No, I'm not saying, like, we did a straight 200 weeks, but no, I'm saying, but, like... yeah. Yeah, that's... Every episode w- happens on a week, so that's 200 of the weeks from since we started, so... Was my first show at Comic-Con? You were on an episode, because Comic-Con was happening, and you showed up in... I think you were just, listening. No, so you, yeah, you probably sat down at Comic-Con right. to be on one of our live shows at Comic-Con. Right, Because I don't yeah. think, I think that's the first time that I met you was at Comic-Con. Sounds right. And I was wearing a, a Sith outfit. I was wearing Sith outfit. Revan. I was dressed up were as you Revan? Darth Revan. Yeah. Did you, you cosplayed for I that? I did. Did you? Yeah. I did. I was, wow. I have pictures too. I, I'll bring them up. I was there day one. I don't know if. You were there day one? Were you at the Philly Comic Con? Yeah. That, that year. That, that year? first year we went, yeah. I was definitely there. And I remember sitting down with you guys, and I sat down with Menti. Right. Who, Maybe you didn't. I just didn't know too. who you were. Probably didn't know it's who probably, you were. Probably. Yeah. Because I was actually in charge of video to a certain extent. Or one of the years, uh, our friend Trab did it. And one year, so I set f- up a camera to capture Trab just has video been a guest in general. As well, yeah. So yeah. the first, the very first year, Trab did video. Because we went and I... And there was a very well-edited like, video about it, because actually. Because m- myself and Carrot went out and just interviewed random fucking people. Mm-hmm. Like, the weirdest of the weird you people. just pulled people off oh, the Oh, it was fantastic. Off the, off oh, the, uh, fantastic. Floor, yeah. I also, I interviewed Master Chief, which, for my background, that was was quite the experience him, yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, so, yeah. So, the, the Wizard World, I think, was probably... Yeah, I think it's the first time that I met you. And then from there, you had come on the show... As a guest after that, mm-hmm. um, at Felix's uh, old place, um, I remember. but I remember. yeah, it's it's been it's been crazy. We've cycled through people, right? Mm-hmm. Like Carrot was on the show for quite some time with us. Um, shout out to to the Urban, urban Carrot, Carrot man. Shout probably, out to Carrot, you, dude. Probably still playing. Probably still playing some version of Civilization, and maybe Carrot uh, was yeah, always he was, saying he was talking about Civ when I was a guest. So Ca- Carrot was always the guy that would buy the five-year-old games during steam sales that he hadn't played yeah, yeah there was one time right, like he was always about, playing, i felt an affinity for him because of that I he feel talked like. about black and white do you remember this it was some old rts where you played god yes i have the bo- yes. i still have a box of it he was, i do remember that and we were yes. like okay we're gonna talk about the crota raid but like that's yeah. cool dude. Like, <laughs> yeah so he was always because he would always pick up five or six games during a steam sale that were always older and he so he was always it was probably great. it was half great a conversation behind in terms of games but he was playing games that I had never played, which was fantastic. I think the most yeah. recent stuff that he was playing at the time was Overwatch when it first came out, and I think when Fallout Four first came out, um, before like you could mod it and stuff. And we went into the whole. He's a know. super witty dude. Like, oh, for he, sure, he, very he was, witty, he, very funny. In terms of humor, he was fast. Very than dry. All of us. Yeah, really dry, but like really fast. Like, the like he could come up very, with funny very, jokes. Very much like the producer on today's. Like episode, some of our yes. earlier episodes, like he he just says some really hilarious shit that like, oh, and, cracked and, me up. And yeah. Urban and Carrot during the the video segments of interviewing people. Like when he he was fantastic uh, yeah, interviewing. He and I yeah. he and I went to Wizard World. Kevin Oates actually was was there for the third day, but the first two days was me and Carrot just running around um, Too Many Games Festival. Yes. Yeah. He was in the actual banana outfit. 
No, that was at both Wizard World and... In no, that was, no, that was just Wizard World, and that was after we had drank six, no, six he, beers he, at the Yard's Tent. He, 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 he <laughs> also... He was fucking no. hammered. Yo, he also wore <laughs> the... the beginnings ba- of this are He wore the carrot dressed up as a banana. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There was this part in one of the Too Many Games videos where I'm just, like, editing, and he's running around, and then it cuts to carrot in the carrot. Oh, no, he was in a carrot outfit. That's what it was. No, wasn't it? At too a many, banana? Or was no, it he was carrot? a banana at, at Wizard World, and then he was a carrot at fucking... So there are videos of him in both. There's, yeah, there's... Okay, it makes me feel better. There's like video that probably Trab has of him in the I've banana. I've never seen him in the carrot outfit, but the banana But he was in the carrot shit, outfit. repost these somehow. Carrot outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring oh, I, I think we have we still have a shared album of all of the Wizard World stuff. We could yeah. do this on a new website. Feel like, you know, so we can make like a like a well the episode the, two hundred celebration. Too many games. The, the too many games uh, edits are on the YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, because they're still there. We'll curate never, them into something I never easier took to them find. Out of there. But yeah. it's good to know we have access to them. Yeah. Wow. And here, and here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Two hundred two hundred episodes. It's crazy, man. Now we're doing news. I always wanted to be a part games, of it. Yeah. Still. Part of still. it deeper than what it was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even like yeah. the format and stuff has changed too. I mean, we can get into some of the, the actual topics. But like when we first started this, it was literally us just talking. And we would get into parts where we were talking about TV shows and movies and f- fucking literature. And like we just literally would just talk well, organically. For, in, format in wise, that's kind of how I thought it would. <laughs> I thought it would be a cool thing, but it really didn't work out. But like I originally was like. We could be primarily a gaming podcast, but we should talk about whatever we feel about, you know, like that we want to yeah, talk we, about. Yeah. So a lot of our earlier episodes like bounce around like multimedia topics, you know, like, well, hey, you want to talk about art? We talked about fucking art for like, like I talked about art. Yeah. I like probably just night. sat there drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were drinking and I was just talking about Yeah. Art. But if you think about like, you know, so for us, you know, the, the birth of Fireside came from just having Menti on the gaming podcast and all we did was talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, we were like... I'll talk about Spider-Man. Menti, right? I'll talk about Spider-Man. So all we did was talk about Spider-Man talk about Spider-Man. on the gaming podcast. So then he's like, fuck, this was actually kind of cool. Maybe I'll do a comic thing. We had yeah, Trav. You guys, are, you guys are fucking welcome out there. Right? So yeah. yeah. We had no credit needed here. Um, and then you had uh, Trab, who during his... When he could... Love talking about TV, so he took on a TV podcast. Yeah, we also tried I to do loved. The oh, TV I, I listened to EMTV each week. Yeah, EMTV it was called EMTV. Was so I still wish good. we had like all those shows. It's yeah. very, it's just so demanding. Like, so mm-hmm. I and I told them that for the longest time that like there's shows that I would have never watched that I watched because they recommended. So they they were doing great. EMTV stuff. was so good. Perspective wasn't um, it cracked me up, man. Oh, they, they were, were hilarious. So oh, that's because uh, that's because. Uh, Brown Jelly was that Brown, his name? Je- Brown, Brown Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Brown so Jellyfish funny. is the probably one of the funniest human beings. Do you know I, I ran but... into him like organically at TwitchCon 2017? You, re- I remember you telling. And we me hung out all yes. weekend. It was yeah. amazing. It's fantastic. And he's still he's, oh, he's cool. exactly the same. Uh, of it's, course it's, he is. It's amazing. Um, so and then fun. we also wanted to do a weekly like news broadcast where we would hit each topic. So Which there was we, a time. Yeah, we called that uh, EM EMN. Yeah, uh, emerging media so, network. So yeah. the idea was that everyone would listen to these like smaller, like specific sub shows. But if someone was light on their time or enjoyed us enough to want the full, you know, week recap, they could just do the the full week show where you would like hit all the topics like in quick succession, just like, like yeah. And it also gave like Felix and I the chance to talk about comics or talk about TV or mm-hmm. talk about movies, right? Because we weren't we were trying to separate. Well, there, and the reason that happened is because we got immediate feedback that people were like, "Why aren't you guys talking about games on your game podcast?" And we're like, "Well, it's, it's 
talking about fucking. And then they were man. they were and the, the other thing that was <laughs> problematic. Fight me, dude. And then we said, oh, maybe he's got a The other yeah. thing that was problematic <laughs> is when we started when Menti broke off and did his fireside, fireside was in our feed. Like we were in the same feed together. Correct, it yeah. was like game podcast, you know, comic, comic comics, podcast. TV, and yeah. then people were like, why in the hell are all these all the comic fans were like, why are all these game episodes in my my comic feed? Right. And all the comic people. Comic fans are the, real. The game fans were like. specific and mad right. about so a it, lot of things. No, but I, I think people who are listening. I think Kevin Oates. It was <laughs> Kevin Oates who gave me feedback. He said, you know, Hi, like Kevin. there's all these comic episodes that are showing up with the game. And I basically was like, oh, fuck. Now we're, we're real in a pickle. We got to separate. You know? Yeah. And, and it was just it was too much for us to record once a week for that. Then get together and record once a week. So it just became. Yeah. And then finally, like the, the group thing died down and then EMTV over time died down. And then, of course, Fireside and us have separated more and more, um, even though we still love those dudes. But it's crazy to think about the evolution of where like what what we wanted to do right out the gate and what we've learned from it. Right. That like, you know, we, it was just not sustainable in, in what we had previously. And now now we're we're here for 200. Yeah. But now we're both uh, the fireside and us were, uh, we're over at the OG podcast network. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by brought to you by the OG podcast network. Um, I want to bring diamond jab into Mm -hmm. the conversation here. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Diamond jab. You've been, uh, besides Kevin Oates, you guys might be vying for like, strongest and longest uh, correspondence to our show, which is a title we've given the people that we respect the most and, and bring on the most on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you come about us? How did we meet? What's the what's the crossover you, you story? Would, you would think it was like just common occurrence because I we were doing games that match in our I had somebody reach out to me. Yeah. It was Drew. Yeah, it was Drew. Was it Jesus of Crow? Yeah. What did he do? Well, because because I he was listening to our show because I was friends with him through work. Yeah. And then Drew knew him because we worked work, together, right? So then that like that he That's was what the started connection. Yeah. Somebody had sent you guys or initially. Somebody sent me a link to your podcast. I don't remember who that person was. It might have been around the time frame that we started live streaming. To live my podcast, yeah. When we started live streaming, but um, somebody said check out Game Set Match podcast. But, they're, they're similar to you guys. Yeah, but I don't remember them being related to our job or anything like that. Maybe, I don't remember I don't it being know. Drew, but I ended up checking you guys. It out. was Drew for me in yeah. terms of the connection. I subscribed I, to your podcast long before I met you or heard of you guys or even knew any of you individually. I subscribed to Game Set. You guys, well, because I, I just think thought, that was mutual because we like we had heard of one another and we were just kind of doing our own. thing. I just thought you right? were guys doing what we were doing, um, and at the time, I was like looking to listen to other game podcasts. Well, we didn't even think about like when we started. We all you we had all started around the same time as well. Right. Uh, I like, think we were I, only a couple months apart from. Yeah, one it was another. like six months ahead of time. Yeah, like we started like in late. Uh, you guys started late 2014. We started early 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. With no, um, obviously, no communication between the two. No, like, none. We, we, I even know we were in the same region together. Year, right. Gaming had to be talked um, about this year. But yeah, I thought you guys were New York based because one time I listened to one of your episodes. You guys were talking about New York sports. So that's that's how we started. For yeah. for KJ Lewis and I, 
we were gaming and sports related. That was kind of the core function. It was just a passion. And then eventually the sports kind of fizzled out because the gaming is what people were listening to. Because right. we had actually split our episodes I was in about half. To ask, you had separate shows. We had, we, had, we, we, it was the same show, oh, but we transitioned. Got, it, got, it, got, it. got you. And we noticed that we had episodes that people were listening for long periods of time. And we were like, I, it can't be because we're popular. It's because people were just fast forwarding through the sports part. To get to the game section, that's right. what we ended up figuring yeah. out. So we were like, okay, let's I may let's, have done let's that. put this. Together. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's put this. Me. Yeah, this one thousand percent. Yeah, but that's kind of what started it. And then there was this realization that, um, especially for me, uh, when I uh, kind of put my time in, it was like, hey, one hundred and fifty, I think, is a good time for me to step away. Uh, I was going through a bunch of stuff in my life, and I kind of realized about six months afterwards that I was like, something is missing and I don't quite know what it is. And I don't want to go out and recreate something again because I just wasn't in that phase of my life. Uh, and that's when I just sent you a message like, hey, I hope you don't mind. Do you mind if I'm just on a show? Because I, I miss this right. desperately. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I had no problem with that. And like, <laughs> yeah, so then I, you know, I was, I'm, I was like, we're st well, we were rotating through like a period of time where I think when he you contacted me, Trip was in California, and uh, maybe I don't I don't remember. The, uh, that might I have don't been. Remember the specific. I, I needed exactly, I needed guest hosts. So I needed the, people. To there come was a period in. of time where I was away from the state, literally. Yeah, yeah you were in and California. That was, that was because uh, my that would have been twenty. Twenty. I'm almost positive it's either my first or my second episode that you walked in and you were like, "I've I know your face." Yeah, so you I don't know from what, but I know your face from something. And I thought it was job related. And it turns out it wasn't. Y'all were watching Games I Match while we were watching you. Uh, right. Um, and so, yeah. So that would have been 2017. Though. Yeah, that would have been 2017. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right, Felix. I'm pretty sure the first episode that he was on trip was out. And it was yeah. just the four of us. I just remembered it, though. Now, because I was no. just looking at it recently. The first episode, there's a picture of us. We all took yeah, a picture together. Yeah, we took a photo together. So, oh, yeah. so the first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Jab Technology. was on. Yeah. We, all took, we all took a picture. So we were all here. We had and this then device that could capture a moment in time visually. <laughs> heard it still we souls. used it. And then... So, uh, it's, a, it's a fear. Yeah. It's a common fear. Trip left right after that. Black That's mirror. what it was. Yeah. And right. then he then he left, and then he wasn't on in many episodes. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, that was the thing was like realizing there that there is a value to something like this. It took me a long time to realize it, even after I was. Done. Oh no no no! I'm remembering it right. Oh Jesus Christ! No no no! What I, <laughs> you were still a part of GSM. I was still a part of GSM when you yes. first did an episode. Yeah yeah with yeah, us. yeah. I think that's and never then, that's never, that's that's never was, stopped being a thing. Yeah, no, thing. but I was no, but I'm saying like you were under the assumption I was GSM. done. <laughs> There no. it is. So yeah. he did the first episode with us, yeah, still yeah, a part yeah. of GSM. I was still a part of GSM. GSM. <laughs> then we were, then I reached out. Then we were devoid of him. Now. Yes. And you reached out. And, then and then that's when out. it was yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, definitely come on over and do um, episodes. Trip's yeah, but not I think even what here. you were saying, it rings true, which is uh, what we ultimately figured out over time, which was like the, the gaming industry as a whole um, acts like children. Like, if we're going to blanket statement it, right? Yeah. So, like, the idea of having, like, an actual discussion and something that we were talking about with the reviews of Anthem, yeah. which we'll probably get to in a moment, which is, like, how do people actually have, like, a, a good discussion with point mm -hmm. and counterpoint yeah. and, like, at the end of it be like, 
okay, we're cool now, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not like, yeah. not like we have to like scream into the void at one another, but like, how do we have a discussion? A lot and, of thoughts and, about this, and but talk I think <laughs> like about an actual point that matters. But I worry about that all the time. But yeah. that's what podcasts yeah. learn, especially yeah. when they get to two hundred episodes. They realize they're not throwing episodes into the void that is the internet anymore. That's that's no longer the focus. Right. Now it becomes how do I just create something that has its a system of accountability for the people that are on it and then let everyone else do what they want to do with it. Sure. And it 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 grows in its responsibility and and that's one of the things that I love about, you know, having started watching you guys and following it and now getting the opportunity to be a part of it is that I I can I can on my own time and my own pace be a part of a discussion that matters to me and I think that's right. that's important for the role so. Love it. Appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, yeah definitely, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that you uh, you guys had to listen to that for twenty ish minutes, oh, um, do we want to get Kevin out some mic real quick before we? Do <laughs> yeah, we want to get Kevin the breakdown. He's, he's like, uh, what he's I, know, I know, he, I know he wants to. <laughs> That's, Kevin Oates is is uh, greatly appreciated. Just want to let you know that while you're sitting over there with the uh, with the board, but he's very much like a shadow. He's meme, been there, from shadow the meme lord. You yeah, know, be funny yeah. in the background. Yeah, point things out, observational. Yeah, I won't go into my my favorite memory of Kevin O'Toole in this podcast. That's fine. Uh, what do we got? Yeah, my, my, right here, fa- we got uh, yeah we- my favorite memory is when he passed out on my stream. It's my favorite memory as well. Uh, number two, number two on the board, we have uh, Nintendo Direct was was recently. So was, I, I don't I don't have much. I have one thing that I remember from it. So I, I'll leave this to you guys and I'll jump in. Didn't but, even like, look. What, yeah, what's going it. on? With I didn't. Nintendo Direct. I didn't get Persona Five on it, so I cried through the whole thing. Mm. So that's really. There was no I was actually so, so I just cried. here's how I knew that it was a big fucking deal, right? Because all these are, are a big deal to the right audience. Um, unfortunately, I'm not that audience, and I really I do want to try, but I'm never someone who's waiting there just for the minute for it to drop to mm-hmm. catch up on it to watch it immediately. I was broadcasting, um, and I'm playing Destiny. I'm in voice chat with our buds. Andy is in there. Jay is in there, um, and Jay and Andy are watching it live, and I'm hearing their reactions to this mm-hmm. live, and the the more games they were announcing and the things they were dropping and talking about, I just realized, oh shit, this is like a big fucking deal. Like, capital, big mm-hmm. fucking deal. Um, we got a lot of games, uh, including release dates um, for Final Fantasy VII on the Switch. Final Fantasy IX, which was after the broadcast. Mm. I downloaded it immediately. Um, we got announcement of a Link's Awakening mm-hmm. right. remake. That was that was like the big drop. That was the big one. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Just start remake. with what they opened with, which was they announced Mario Maker Two. Correct. Which is a big deal. Which, which is a big yeah. deal. Yeah, and for the Mario community. They announced it by showing off missing features that people requested from the first Mario Maker. Ah. Yeah. Well, we're, what so was, yeah, what, yeah. what was the so people the big wanted changes. slopes. Mm. Which is a which is a creator tool where you can slide. Sure, yeah. 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 They um, had slopes in the first game. I thought did, the first game just had not. whatever you needed. They didn't. They, wow, they did not have that. So they started it by showing them making a slope where you and then crouch using and you can it. just and you slide, just slide down. down. Yeah, I cannot believe um, that was not part of the original. They showed off like the 3D Mario art style, which oh, I believe really? wasn't in it. There was a there was a specific art style that wasn't in it. Is like, that am I right? Cat suit. Okay. Okay. So Ooh, newer power ups. Um, and they added like the sun that you know from like yeah. Mario three that could yeah, attack you. Yeah, yeah. That was right. not in the first. Angry looking sun. Like, yeah, wow, the angry sun. Yeah. Down. So they, they spent the whole time <laughs> in the trailer. They spent showing, hey, Just these like are that. the new tools, and then they showed off how you would do it without the Wii U controller because the Wii U controller did a dual. 
the they did, screen. It did the dual screen. So now you had, I'm guessing, tools and, and, and it was all uh, touch yeah. oriented. So now that's not there anymore. You're either on the TV or in your hands. So the tools had to be re. Configure. So they yeah. gave like a little little preview of how that yeah. that. Went I feel down. like people yeah. forget a lot though. The Nintendo Switch screen is fully touch compatible. Yep. So yeah, yeah. You can definitely do things with that. That I, I think just like people are just embracing. so used to just using. But which is comfortable. But now, sure, like, sure. if you yeah. want to play docked, you don't have the touch capabilities. So now they had to re. They had to make it, it work. Regardless. Refigure it yeah. so so yeah. it can work. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that the I think it's just timely. Like the direct doesn't have much to do with really? it, but I think. Um, hmm. I think I am going to oh, buy yeah. a Switch. I think I think that's Whoa. where. I'm yeah. What are you buying? It this for? episode yeah, has what? nonstop revelations. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. So, so I'm not. I'm going to wait for a deal. But like, like what? Yeah. But like, but why? So nonstop fire, dude. Just all across I know. Right? In terms of like, so right now I'm only gaming on the PC. You're smash right? me? Because, yeah. because, smash because, me, boy. Because why would I do anything? It means else? I have to buy a <laughs> PC. <laughs> oh, smash? No, there's no way I'm getting Smash. But yeah, I had a feel. Please, but. I have found that like roll. there there is more time that I could be gaming where I don't want to be isolated from the rest of my family like Correct. in like on my PC. So I want the the mobile aspect. And it was the one thing that I enjoyed when I got to play with I my brother-in-laws like this. Uh, Switch <laughs> at the time I did not want to invest in one and I'm not ready to invest in one right this second, but um what what you, he's running something, but uh, I I I'm, I'm at the point now where there's enough there are enough games on the Switch that I would I would buy it for. Yeah, yeah, some really so, good ones, man. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think at this point That's I'm ready. I think I will ones. never dock it ever, but wow. I think it's it will, fairly it will, rare when I do it'll it probably me. be all mobile, which is fine. I'm fine with it um, because what I end up doing when I'm not playing on my PC is I'm playing some mobile game. While like my wife is watching TV or we're doing something, whatever, right? So like being able to play it mobile is what I'm buying it for. But be able to play AAA titles, right? Mobile that mobile. we're seeing more of, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt your point. That's why no, I had the whole old good. school finger up there to get the attention. Um, but that's exactly why I love my Switch. All the points you said, I just want to kind of underline it because so, it's, yeah. it's exactly why I love it. Because right. I mean, you guys obviously know that I put so much time into Destiny. It's a franchise right. that I love. But that's the game that I play, either on or off stream. I mean, and now with Anthem and all these loot shooter games that just take up so much of our time. Right. Um, I I am kind of sad about the fact that I don't get a chance to play, like, just the longer narrative sure. games that I can lose myself into. And the Switch has become my, like, going to sleep machine. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Like, you've talked about that. Not just, like, that, not yeah. that it puts me to sleep, but, like, my chill time, my yeah. off stream chill time. I, like, I'm, go- I'm diving into ukulele yeah. right now, which is so much fun. Um, the Final Fantasy re-releases on them make me so happy. I would yeah. love to play honestly. nine. There are yeah. so many indies that I get to explore uh, down I those play, avenues I normally would never. One of my go things down. is playing Into the Breach in bed. That's a pretty good I'm, one to play. Didn't they just release a demo? They announced that during this. The Into the Breach is out. That's an older. No, game. I know, but then they put a free. There wasn't a free uh, demo. No, it was is. Undertale. Yeah, oh, it was Undertale. Yeah, Got it. Or uh, Undertale they, sequel. They put out. Yeah. Well, back to the direct. They put out like three or four demos, like in the middle of yeah. this direct. Like, like I went live on now. A demo yeah. download spree yep. on my Switch yeah. to play a whole dude, bunch of games. They released a free game, Tetris ninety nine, which it's a Tetris dude, Battle Royale. It's Tetris Battle Royale. Yes. Fucking what a smart as fuck idea. Yeah, it's I, pretty cool. I played a few rounds of it. It's hard as fuck. I, I have not. I'm very I have rusty. Not, I didn't know it was free. I've only read totally about it. About it. I've not watched it. anything about it. I'm not going to say anything about it. Like Dim- Diamond Jab. You need the Mozambique in that uh, Tetris. Yeah, it's true. That Mozambique. <laughs> Diamond Jab, what's your Switch downtime games? 
all of my Switch downtime games are like innocuous games that no one's ever heard of before. I took up 40 minutes the last time I was on the show just talking about East 8, which no oh, had yeah. a fucking idea. <laughs> I've seen, that was I've seen about, the, the, so the key art so many times, yeah, but yeah. nothing. Like, I know nothing. Yeah. What are you playing now? Uh, actually, I'm so I'm still playing Starlink because there's just too much shit Starlink, to do. Dude, and and they dude. just announced we're getting more Star Fox missions, and I was like, okay, great. So Starlink was like on sale like uh, two months ago yeah. or whatever, and I bought it, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play this right now. It's too, it's so, it's so, it's too much. Is it's, it it's too I, much? To I, do. I have the sealed Star Fox. I have the box. I have yeah. the little Star Fox well, thing, and I just. The- a I, box of I this thing? Yeah. Bought the whole box. <laughs> it's you have you a got, toy you get that you're gonna you get a Star Wax R wing. Switch into, you get and, a Star Fox and, and, but it's in my closet. I haven't opened it. Can you yeah. please take a picture of yourself using this? I just want to like set up your camera, point at your face, <laughs> but they, put the <laughs> R wing on your Switch, and be like, I mean, but, I'm playing this shit, dude. <laughs> Look, I was in GameStop. I forgot what I was buying. It was it wasn't Resident you Evil got Two. <laughs> and then the the sale. I, I know the person who works there, so I was, she was like, yeah, just. We're, these are like half off. Just like get. We might as well. No one's going like, for Yeah, I'll, I'll play it sometime that I don't have anything to play. Like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. Give it to right. me. So Starlink is a game that's great. You don't need any of the fucking toys for it. Yeah. Just Starlink's like. Dude, a, I got the uh, R wing. Though the I got the R wing. You know? Like Star Fox and um, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Mm. Yeah, like, but it's but, like ver- it's like light. Both of those. So so mm. recently, I've been playing um, uh, Tales of Vesperia was re released on it. So I've been playing that, which is great. Uh, but I just got uh, from Nintendo Direct. I got Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, I played uh, the demo. Uh, and it's that that like, shit is fire. It's dude. great. That it's it, really that I'm, good. I'm really so heavily good. leaning into. It's really what, good. What kind of game Get is that? It. It's like uh, it's it's. It's a puzzle game. It's like it's, a puzzle game. But like you're like on these islands and to- you're 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 the toad. I know, I know. That's why I wanted to say it right away. And yeah. He's like, so just because I'm playing Resident Evil 2 I'll, I'll does show, not I'll show, mean I'll show you I'm going to leap on every puzzle I'm not fucking saying game. you're going to. I'm just, oh, I, oh, okay. moment, I, the moment you said puzzle, he went. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say <laughs> two things. Fuck that game. I'm gonna say, <laughs> this I'm, sounds like a piece of shit. I'm going to say two things. One of which, which I know you're going to dive into a little bit later, Felix. Your yeah. amazing S-plus run today yeah. of the Leon A campaign. Awesome. Did you watch it? You know, I was there chatting with you the whole time. You blacked out. You were so into it. I didn't. Dude, it was seeing red. But you solved the liquid puzzle so fast. Fast. I was so goddamn proud of you, man. Yeah. The liquid yeah. in the lab yeah, section. Easily, puzzle, I was so proud good. of me. That was the fastest um, I ever saw. I, just I cannot quick... believe it. I, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> but here's, I cannot believe it. We'll dive in. We'll dive but in. Here's, here's the weird love. Here's of this. the great part about this. The dichotomy against that is watching him freak out over a Captain Toad puzzle, which would just be so good to watch. It actually would fucking. I how much I pay you. It's like thirty five dollars. Here's right now. I want I, Felix. I, Felix. I could spend. I want to give you the rundown of, of Captain Toad. Okay? <laughs> give me it. Okay, okay here you, you play as you play as Toad. Okay, from the Mario so universe. Yeah, I know who he is. You got a backpack on and a safari hat, and you're ready for adventure. Discover some shit. Hello. Okay, that's, that's what he sounds like when he's running around <laughs> discovering shit. It's an island, a little floating island that's a puzzle island, and you rotate this island with your map. And mm-hmm. where you based on where you go with with Toad, right? So it's like a top down 3D isometric view. But you can't see everything. You gotta spin, gotta spin the island. You gotta see where you are. You gotta zoom in, zoom out, and change things and do different objectives to find what we need to find. He's not playing it, that. Are there time limits? <laughs> There's no time limits. But Does you can like Mr. X show up. Oh my uh, god. Here we go. X might give it to you. It's um it's knows? Mr. Wario. He yeah, shows up. There. Yeah. Yeah. You're not playing this one. Yeah. yeah. 
there are two things from the Nintendo Direct that I do want to highlight. One, uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered is coming to it. That's crazy. Uh, undocked Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, That's or as so I like to right call it, just alley. Assassin's Creed 3, because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to be able to see any of the high-res textures on it. Are they going to release uh, that at 60 bucks, this, though? <laughs> yes, they absolutely uh, will. That's, that's you actually, also get, like, liberation it's, with it. It's, so it's literally it's, called it's, the yeah. Nintendo tax. It's, yeah. Games on the Switch are literally more expensive than they are anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, second thing, I'm uh, it, I'm been on like a JRPG obsession right now. Right. Uh, I've been eight. waiting. <laughs> stop. I've been waiting uh, for Dragon Quest Eleven to oh, come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitive edition. Definitive. Yes. Yeah. Really long names. Isn't there, there like a names. like an eight or a sixteen bit? So you, you can, can switch play the game. You can play it in their full res, kind of the way three D. That's so. It looks very cool, uh, like Zelda e for like a better way of putting it. Or you could just go. You know what? I want to play it in the 16 bit, and then all of a sudden it's like so, top down. Like, hold on, can we like can what? We just, it just you can, can we just talk about this you can for just a second? It. Yeah, because me and Kevin Oates been Neo. what? What? <laughs> me and Oates have been playing the uh, the Master Chief Collection. We started years ago. We just got into right. it a couple yeah, you weeks get that ago. One again. button you just you yeah. click the button and you know lock. Obviously, you switch yeah. between the new textures and the old textures, yeah, yeah. which is an amazing feat in and oh, of itself. Yeah. And it's so seamless. You don't introduce any lag to the game. It just happens. Right. I can't imagine taking a fully realized 3D world. And all of a sudden, turning it into a two-dimensional like, sixteen-bit. That means they would have had to make both games. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. That's what they did. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Just want to call. Wanna wanna put a microscope there for that. <laughs> God damn. By the way, <laughs> watch watch that, uh, that section topic. Watch that God section of it. Numbers. That announcer sells the shit out of them adding orchestrations in like portions of the game. They're like, they're fully realized music and battles, and I'm like. Fuck Shouldn't like, this just yeah, be in dude. your base game? But I'm going to buy it anyway because no. that sounds great. Yeah, I love fully realized music. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I love fully, fully realized, realized music, music. <laughs> behind what I play. It's the future. Whoa, it's the, the goddamn hell? future right now. Soundtracks are Nintendo, you come a long way, my wow. boy. I appreciate Can it. I ask mm. you a question? I mean, I'm not going to buy them, but like, <laughs> have, have any of the previous Assassin's Creed's been released on, on Switch? No, no, no. This is the first time. So this is three. We don't just quite going three, all in on but three. Huh? Ubisoft, Ubisoft, unfortunate one. I'd want it, it, on it is the it is my least favorite one. Play this one. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people's. But didn't they also? This was outside of. I'm I'm moving away from Assassin's Creed because we've spent probably a too much years talking about, about Assassin's Creed. Twenty five of our episodes, this, maybe. Yeah. Um, Are you going to read the book about the backstory? About yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just rented it from the public fucking library. Didn't it just posted in our Discord earlier? Didn't they also announce that? Is it Scalebound? Yes. Scalebound has been that, revived. Yeah, it's just apparently that's, just that's, a rumor. That's speculation. Is it? It's speculation? He, it's heavy speculation. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, because that was a Microsoft licensed game by well, Capcom? Was that Capcom the, who was doing it? Platinum. The platinum, article is, is adding up the pieces, and it very well could be a thing, but there's no like actual smoking gun yet Got to it. point to that. Got it. So for, for those that, were li- that are listening, Scalebound... <laughs> 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 rack them up, my boy. Rack them up. Uh, <laughs> S- Scalebound died like a year or two ago. Very, I, I, very I late you. in the development <laughs> process, mm-hmm. right? Like yes. it, it died. It was it died like it was like, hey, we're gonna be playing this in like three weeks, and then it died. It right? was a so, surprising death. Yeah. yeah. So the rumor right now, to your point, it, it is rumor based, is that it's being revived for the Switch specifically yeah. as an exclusive. Correct? Yes, that's the rumor. It's possible, yeah. right? Which is which is crazy because this was supposed to be like an exclusive for Xbox One X. Well, they were saying based right, on like communication One. from Platinum in particular, right. just seems really odd mm-hmm. uh, in their communication with both Nintendo and kind of with whatever they're working on. So right. So uh, listen, uh, if 
If it comes out, great. Great. Sweet. If not, also great because we were all fine. Because <laughs> we were all fine. Right. Yeah. We but, seem to be okay with that. But I think it's interesting. Am I, am I filling four of these? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm getting lost. Yeah, I'm going to. Yes, please. Got it. All right. So what, what I think is interesting. We're drinking bourbon while we record this episode. Is... Yes, I appreciate are. them branching out, like Nintendo themselves branching out yeah. and thinking more like broadly about like the array of games that they have. Mm-hmm. That was the right? great because... A number one question for the Switch. Well, it was years yeah. ago, it was, it, it was like, like Nintendo didn't want to take on a lot of these more mature games. Correct. And having games like Mad World was like a weird thing on their yeah. older yeah. consoles, you know? They were like, hey, let's just put Doom on our shit. Yeah, like, like Doom, right, Wolfenstein, any M-rated game. We don't care. Oh, bless you, sir. Play your games yeah, here. There's definitely a big a difference in the culture. Yeah, and I mean, and Platinum did all right. And you know what? Platinum did announce a game on the Direct. Did they? Yeah, it was that weird cop ba- like beat em up thing. It was like two... Crackdown fu- 3? Future... <laughs> no, definitely not Crackdown <laughs> 3. Right. Yo, I didn't even... Which is Yo, at least, Jesus. by the way, if you didn't know this. Yo, dudes, I didn't even know that came out. Yeah. I missed yeah. the yeah, release it's of you're that busy, game. You're too busy fucking speed running Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah. Do you want, are you going to be I, in fucking AGDQ, dude? That's coming up. <laughs> I'm sorry, SGDQ. Jesus. You want to submit a run? You're doing great. I don't even know. He doesn't even know what that means. Stop it. Okay. Confusing him. Oh, I'm sorry. and Fire Emblem was announced. That's the only other thing. Well, they, they detailed but it. They detailed yeah, it. Yeah. Here's the thing. You mentioned a good point before we move away from Nintendo Direct. Um, Wait, just, well, we got to talk about Link's Awakening. Okay, all right. DX Remastered. All right, fine. All right, before we get to that. The I think something that I would appreciate about the Switch is getting back into JRPGs because yeah. I feel like RPGs in general is something that I invested a lot of time in before like big multiplayer games came out or games of a service came out mm-hmm. like that's what I used to play all the time and I know Trip you did as well was like Absolutely. growing up with Final Fantasies and some other different games right like can I tell just an interjection yeah, two please, second story please. I loved playing Final Fantasies so much and my brother did as well that. Um, I worked at a small uniform store as my first job, and I saved up enough money to one Christmas. I literally bought my brother Final Fantasy XI for the PS2 so that he could play with me on... Shit! It's, th- thanks for ruining <laughs> thanks, this moment, Felix. Felix good. I ruined your moment. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I saved up money to buy my brother Final Fantasy XI on the PS2, which, wow, which meant I had to buy their, their kit, which oh, was... a drive. It was, the hard I had drive. to get the a drive. hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. To install on the PS2 with a network adapter built into the back of this monstrosity. Then you downloaded and installed the game and the first, whatever their deal was, first couple months of subscription or whatever. Because I had it on the PC. And then I would be on the computer in the family room, which is what everyone had in their house at that point. Because there's one <laughs> goddamn computer. One PC. I'd yeah. be on the computer in the family room. He'd be in our porch on the PS2 and we'd be playing this game together. Yeah. Not voice chat yelling between rooms. Yeah. But like... Some of the best memories. Of oh, my I mean, like life. a lot of my childhood in, in terms of like probably like early high school days and middle school was around Final Fantasy XI with with my my one buddy and, and me, which was all PlayStation based. Like we used to when it, when it was coming out, like we would spend time at EB Games at the time. It mm-hmm. wasn't a GameStop; it was an EB Games. I have an EB Games and, rocks, and, and we would Nintendo like all we would do was talk about Final Fantasy XI coming out at the time. Like it, so getting back to that would would be would be great to be able to play some some of those games again. I mean, I know I could play them on my PC and I could do that, but it, it just doesn't feel the same to me playing an older style game like that on my PC. No, you want to um, hold it, you want the control, yeah. you want the buttons to feel. You don't want to do a keyboard. Which one was the Dragon Quest MMO? Was that nine or eleven? Because ten yeah, was I'm the not sure. ten was the it's the only it's only in Japan right now. It's the only yeah, right. It might be not. That, that is a game that I did hope they would bring over here yeah. and then the one, put it on the, the Switch. One game that I'm still hoping for that gets remastered or remade or whatever is is Vagrant Story. 
Mm. Yeah, because that was one of my favorite PS One games. Right? Yeah, PlayStation I remember looking. Game. I remember that box art. Ten. Oh yeah, yeah, it's ten. Um, it's ten. All right, cool. Thank you. And and that's something that I've been I've been hoping for that they decide to remaster or redo. Or that's the or same world but... as Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes. Where they share the uh, yeah the background universe. Oh man, look at look at Felix. He has no idea. So <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, JRPG PS One any the PS One era was a so, golden age oh for sure yeah, of yeah, JRPGs sure. and that's yeah, why the PS One Classic was such a fucking letdown because they picked the worst goddamn games that they could choose. no yeah. twisted seriously siphon Twi- filter twisted metal are you kidding one? me yeah. they put walking and turning on the same stick oh, for a twin stick controller you oh, serious God. come on I didn't you know I didn't do it on purpose sorry, I just like I, didn't mean I don't think there were any <laughs> sorry, sorry for yelling Lock. you're passionate about this subject. Lock, you, yeah, you, you, your anecdote about your youth hanging out the EB games, youth. And everything that. You, the youth. The one thing that, <laughs> the one thing that that was missing yeah, from okay. my youth to my recollection, is Which I didn't is have a friend at all who played JRPGs. Like I grew up with kids who just didn't play them. Well, right. you're so you're like molded me, by your environment, you know. So. Yeah. So yeah. me being, well, yeah. yeah like, I mean, like, and, and and I think I stumbled upon RPGs not by like me being interested in them like I first like I picked up Final Fantasy 7 at the time on a whim not knowing what Final Final Fantasy was like, that was the mm-hmm. first game that I played was Final Fantasy 7 in terms More of RPGs same. right yeah. and I picked it up because I was like ooh this box art is weird what the fuck is this and I played it and I was like what am I playing right and that evolved into 8 and then into the 9 and I, then I got into 10 and I was like ooh 10 with, this with, is fa- right so it's like, with 7 right? I didn't know games could be like that correct you know what I mean like yeah. it was just out of control and, and like yeah. for me 7 I picked up at my cousin's house, who was older than me at the time, that I picked it up. I had a PlayStation 1. I was probably playing fucking Crash Bandicoot at the time, right? Something ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked up 7, and I was like, what is this? Four discs, right? At the time, I was like, what am I What am I looking at? And he put it in and started playing, and I was like, I want to play that. And it, and it was never like, I would have never imagined myself playing a game like that at the time, right? Yeah. And it was only out of my own curiosity that I found it. So I, w- I would imagine other gamers not like diving into it because I was it wasn't just playing all, all the games I were playing were dark and twisted shit like I was Legacy literally playing I was no I, was, I never played that, that was very good that was really good thank you PC, wow. for sure. no I was I was big into like Contra Cat, Castlevania sure oh yeah yeah uh, dark Speaking and twisted metal twisted sure, metal sure yeah I mean I, yeah but like, but it's it's a totally different type of game you would never you would never transition from Twisted Metal to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Even if you try, oh, I love right? this but game. It's a, it's I should a, yeah. now try this game. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's the no Netflix the... recommendation for that. There's you not. like Twisted Metal. I think you like this as well. Right. You know, <laughs> The line in the sand from that I can see is, is literally the color palette. Like I, I played games sure. with like dark, twisted fucking color palettes, and not that's I'm not wearing that on, on like a badge on my chest. It's no. just like something that I gravitated towards. Well, I mean, think about it, and, and real quick, like JRPGs, they they require a bit of experimentation, they right? Do. You you don't a, a lot of people, especially in this area of the world, are not going to dive into something that they either don't know or they can't visually associate with something else. Uh, and the moment you like a great example, the moment on on Final Fantasy, you see Cat Sith as a character. It's it's hard for them if they haven't played something that they can't associate with something. So that might be associated to the idea of, hey, I played Crash Bandicoot. So this is something that's easy for me. But again, even though I'm joking around about it, if you played Siphon Filter. You're not going to play Final Fantasy VII. It's just right. it's very not realistic, something very that's grounded. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I jumped because Metal Gear Solid was one of my favorite games, 
And then I jumped that between that and like Final Fantasy VII, and then eight came out, and I was very hyped for that. Even then, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid has a like a it's very intentional in the way that it delivers things <laughs> in its in its association to the West. Sure, right? it's it, it very is. specific. And you also have to think about it at the time too that like marketing wasn't there, what it is yeah. now, right? Like there was no there was nothing drawing you to to a JRPG at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like nothing was drawing you to play seven. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were Twisted Metal commercials. At the time, yeah. right? Like some fucking no, stupid I, ice there, cream there truck, were, right? There were. There, I'm were, sure there was some percent. stupid oh, yeah. commercial yeah. with some jerk off in an ice cream truck <laughs> running dressed, into things, dressed right? As a clown. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sure that was the thing. I'm sure if we took, put it into YouTube, we would find it, right? So, But that was just a different time in, in gaming, yeah. right? So yeah. it, it, there's nothing wrong yeah. with not being exposed to it at the time. Yeah. No. Just It's all accidental. And I'd actually love to have a deeper conversation yeah. as to like how <laughs> people found these games yeah. because it's just, it's such a fascinating story. I mean, personally, I remember specifically reading EGM. I loved EGM, okay. read EGM all the time. And there was an article talking about Final Fantasy VIII. Gotcha. Mm. And I remember reading the article just like in the review section. I would just read always all the reviews. <laughs> still waiting and, for that release. Yeah. And the um and there was a line that like is still burning my brain because it was like the intrigue that drew mm. me in. It said, right. uh, we're not sure if Materia will return. And I didn't know what that meant. Was that a person? I thought it was a person. Right? I thought it was a character. Okay. And and I was actually really intrigued with like continuing stories because I was big in Animorphs, which continued from book to book. Yeah. I was big Animorphs, in the, the Dark Tower, man, which is... was way too young for what I was listening or, or should be reading. <laughs> Cheers to that, by the way. Um, and I was like, man, this yeah, this seems like a really yeah, deep story. One. And this is this is the eighth one. So the next time I was at Micro Center, I it. saw Final Fantasy VII in a big fucking pc box and i'm like i'm just gonna buy this and and play it right and then eight had a free demo that i died in after that and it was just a yeah. it was it was a path man yeah. you were my, one of my best friends was playing nine at the time um someone kevin Oates knows as well and i was just very into that whole world and continued on and it was just yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's crazy yeah, but it's, everyone's story is so it's crazy weirdly yeah. specific as to oh, how nine yeah, got never touched it so so for me it's, it's went it's, from it's, eight to ten it's same with me so i never i yep. never originally played nine i played I played seven. I played eight. <laughs> for I, I can't even I can't even articulate to you why I didn't play nine. But then I played ten, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Right? Because yeah. like ten, there's such a difference. Like ten yeah. drew me in, and my buddy in that we put so much time into ten mm. that once I was done with ten before ten two had come out. Ten was which, like yeah, this we won't is talk about that too this much, is but, it for video games. This is the best right. they could ever look. This is incredible. Yeah, like how what what is they next put voice for acting this, in? Oh right? my god! Yeah, this is it. I mean, you got to think ten was the game that almost originated a, a pair of friends sitting in a room perfectly okay playing a single player game. Oh, that's what mm-hmm. yeah. me and like my buddy that's did. that's all we did was like me and a friend of mine watching this game oh, yeah. passing a controller as we go from area to area like that's how it was. And the Switch is kind of doing that now. It's it it's is. positioning itself as saying this is a console that is multifaceted where you can find so many different ways to enjoy the content there. And the the question for the longest time was the content yeah, and if that's your question and this is your answer, you're in really good shape. Oh yeah, I mean at this at this point, like the there there is nothing questioning the content anymore. Yeah. Like mm. you you could probably question the the old content, like what are they doing with their older backlog of games? But yeah. well, th- they, that but that's like oddly specific to now. You could say like look look at the library that you have in front of you that you can now play. Yeah. Well, funny enough, they you know, spent the last like year re-releasing Wii U titles. 
Yeah. Right. Pretty <laughs> much. Because like no one played them on Wii U, unfortunately. Wii U, no? yeah. If you one think about it, the did. Wii U wasn't Someone even did. around long Someone enough. Did. Yeah. Was, yeah. The Wii U wasn't even... Like, trying not to look at him <laughs> saying that. I feel, I, I feel I, like I bought Pikmin 3 and then they started talking about the Switch. Like the moment I bought uh, Pikmin 3, I was like, I don't I was, even need uh, to play this right now. Right. I was, you know, I signed up for the Nintendo, the $20 a year. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I went in and dug into the free... Old Nintendo games you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so what, lo- what is that? Tell me this. This interests me. There's a shit ton, oh, like in there. Like, no, no, the, no, what? What is the thing that you signed up for? Not what's. So the, it's twenty. You sign up for their the online, online service. service. It's their online service. Uh, twenty dollars for the year. Yes, yeah. steal. Right. <laughs> You get, a, you, get, you get a rotating monthly like selection. You of can play Smash Brothers online games. whenever you want. There's yeah. old <laughs> whenever <that>. you want. <laughs> but I, you're not gonna find me there. Man. Side back. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, unless there's unless it's first person and there's a gun in my hand, you're not gonna find me there. <laughs> so, in terms of online multiplayer. God God came over one day. You know, God. Yeah. I, you know, he's a, a popular guy. guy. Sure, yeah. you know God. Yeah. You know God. My, my friend God came over. God. And, uh, How was God? He sat yeah. down on the Quite stream. the name he chose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's short How was God, God doing? It's short for Godzilla. Is he busy he's these a... days? <laughs> but, uh, but why not Zilla then? I think. Yeah. Probably, why not anything yeah. else? He's he's not, keep yeah, going. Yeah, like Usually God. when you have a nickname, you refer to the thing you are. He came over. You guys know God. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I do. personally, I do. I do. but he comes yeah, I over. Oh I, I think God. the journey of more, you know, people is to know God. <laughs> He's eventually. a popular guy. <laughs> we start, uh, so we started playing on the stream, and uh, and uh, you know, playing what? W- well, we were playing Switch Creation. Games. Oh, so just we playing oh. Switch games. In so we started yeah. off. He, I got him into Dead Cells. So He's a huge fan of Dead Cells, and we're playing Dead Cells. And then he's like, "Hey, what else you got?" And I said, "Well, I I have this Nintendo Online account, uh, you know, service, and they have a bunch of free Nintendo games." So we went in there and started looking at them. Uh, they got shit that I played way back in the in day. The day. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. ten years old. We were playing Super Mario Three. My favorite uh, game. We were fucking around with. Um, I love Three, dude. The one that I was so big good. into was, um, um, God, it begins with an R. It's like. Let's <laughs> all guess. Something it's more. called Renegade, I think, or mm-hmm. Renegade Rampage, or something along those lines. I mean, Rampage is no, no, like... River City Ransom. That's oh it. yeah, yeah, there it, <laughs> is. it just popped in there. there <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, I used yeah. to play yeah, on the original sure. Nintendo. Uh, I used to play River City Ransom all the time, and I got a chance to play this that, game. And yeah. th- and that's like, that's what they need to capture. Like, yeah. if, if they want to be ever successful, right? Not even the new titles. One day, Nintendo. <laughs> like, like, and I and I know it's hilarious because like it seems because so it's doing really well, right? Now. <laughs> hey man, like, Nintendo even... will be successful when Lock buys the Switch. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but no, but seriously, like we we grew up playing this system, mm-hmm. right? Like the majority of us. Some people are a little upset that Sega's no longer around. They may or may not be holding a whiteboard. <laughs> but no, uh, no, like what I'm getting at is, is no like, Sega we, hardware. If, Anymore. You, we all know how powerful nostalgia is. Yeah, like our memories will uh, literally allow us to spend thousands of dollars to recapture a feeling. Yeah. That it's also been half the right? show, content-wise. It's true. <laughs> so if if you can do that, like in the perfect way, you don't even need to make new titles. Yeah, your new titles could be could be less than great, and if you could try and recapture someone's childhood. They would literally throw money at you to do yeah, it. Yeah, they'd be printing it, dude. I have a money machine. I would be interested to see the percentage of people who, when they bought Mario Maker, went back and tried to recreate levels from games from that them. they played before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before they created something they wanted to do on their own. Right? Yeah. And that's like the power of Mario Maker in that instance is to say, okay, I'm just going to give you the ability to make the things that you remember. Right. 
Uh, and it's so it's true. So. And maybe soon I'll have a switch, and then we can all we can all do something together. That'd then we fun. all have so switches. Much fun, you guys. We can't we can't yeah. do it right now because right now we only, we're the PC crew. Yeah, it's the Felix PC is crew. Out. Felix mm-hmm. is out there. Felix, I'm come on, honest. dude. State of Decay two though. Come that on, was our oh moment. That was our moment. <laughs> that was our moment, <laughs> was our and moment. it failed <laughs> miserably. Maybe yeah, maybe like something like Sea of Thieves. Maybe maybe one day if they could figure out. What to do there? Anyway, so we're gonna move over to. Damn it! I wanted to talk about Zelda. Hit we hit Zelda uh, and we, hit it quick. I'm gonna hit it real quick. It. We got it. We'll we'll deal. We'll, we'll tag Let's team just it. Talk we'll tag team it. Yeah. it so they're remaking Link's Awakening, which was the Game Boy game original Game Boy release yeah. of Zelda. I think it came after Link Link to the Past, right? That was yes, it for did. Super Nintendo. It did. Um, so I had the original version, and then when and I used to take it to camp with me, play it all the time. So good. Loved this game. Loved it. See, this is what I, I'm fucking talking about. This is my nostalgia, nostalgia dude. And then that's I got. Why they, I remember that's it. why they remade it. And I then was, I got it on. I was laying in my bunk bed. I had the Game Boy Light on. Um, Game Boy. the Game Boy Light, right? Because I didn't have. It wasn't backlit. Right. right? I was on a choir trip and I stole this kid's strategy guide. But like <laughs> year, years later, <laughs> I have it to this day, I upgraded to the Game Boy Color. Right. Yeah, of course you did. And why then, wouldn't you? Of course. Well, I had uh, the. I gave my Game Boy, my old Game Boy. To this my brother, actually, I bought a pocket, I and trying, then I got a Game Boy Color. Pocket. Pocket. I had yeah, a pocket. Yeah, you too. can calm down. And you're trying to speed through this. It's I know. Can, can I chill? Can I chill can a little chill bit? A little bit. Yeah. All right, sweet. So I got the Game Boy Color. All right, just like one notch, maybe. And you got it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they re-released it, and they re-released it as Link's Awakening DX. Do you remember right, this? Yeah, I yes. wanted. Yeah, I wanted to split yeah. off on this for a second. Yeah. Because um, at this point in time, how how prevalent were remakes at like? Not really, Not really at all. But they did this on purpose because they were, wanted to show off the color of the Game Boy Color. But they also added new content. They added a dungeon that was specifically that specifically used color. It was called the Color Dungeon. Was that what it was called? Yeah. 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 And you, when you beat it, you either, <laughs> you either picked a red or a blue tunic, which either halved oh all damage god. you took or did double yep. damage with your sword. Yeah. Oh my god, forward. it's coming back to me. I still, yeah. I still have my... I should have brought it tonight. The Game Boy cart of Link's Awakening. Sorry, no one can see. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, well, we're, we're live. We're live. <laughs> right now. We're live right now. The, but, I'd like but to have a big old fuck you to anyone watching. Yeah. So my, my question for Link's Awakening, because no one else is going to ask this, and I know this is going to be totally <clears> original. <throat> Do you think they're going to put that dungeon in there? The color dungeon? The yeah. color dungeon? Yeah, the color dungeon is going to And those colors are going to be real good. What's going to fucking pop? I think what is super cool about this game... That dungeon sounds racist. They're... The Felix are good. Um, they keep it moving. Keep driving down the highway. They're making this game, yeah. but they're keeping the feel of the game while bringing 3D graphics. And what I, what oh, I mean when I say that is... so right, too. Um, the game copied a lot from SNES, from the look of A Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. It was top-down, had very similar animation styles. They had to cut some corners being on the Game Boy yep. that was not a the, full console. like 640 by 480 yeah. you know, screen um, or whatever. But the game has a specific look. And like this was the first Zelda that I played, so I as well have like really deep ties mm, to this content. Shit. And... Is it every time that I'm talking, you just are just doing some other bullshit in the mic? It's because I, I poured my last glass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. This is just hitting me, dude. This yeah. bourbon. God bless, dude. Yeah. Keep, Keep going. Up. Keep going. Keep sorry to ride. interrupt. Keep um, it right. You're almost there. Sorry to interrupt. Jesus Christ. We didn't even get to three yet. I know. We're going to so, skip three. So they... Oh. <laughs> didn't like that. It's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm cool. No, I'm cool. I'm sorry. It's, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. It's Felix's fault, honestly. They're doing 3D graphics with us, obviously, but they're keeping the same view. It's the same top-down yep. isometric kind yeah, yeah. of view animation style that they had, so it, it invokes those memories, those nostalgia that we've been talking about. Someone, this entire somebody night. posted right. screenshots of the 
of the, the side by the side, side by side, yeah. and it's like a, like a full on recreation. It's the same color palette from GB uh, GBC Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Same thing inspires them. Yeah, and they're even using like like kind of like button eyes for him yeah. as well. So like they're really like keep, like they're they're toning it back. It. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, not to mention the trailer opened with uh, a <laughs> wind like kind of like a wind instrument version of the, the theme, song. and that's actually related to the theme of the game, which is like like the Wind Waker, right? No, not no that. No, it was the it was the, the wind, wind Fish, fish. the yep. Wind Fish. That's was, right. But it was a musical game. You had to collect instruments to be able to yes. play a song because. The concept is that there's a there's a crash, there's a, a ship crash. You don't know if yeah. Link is dreaming or not this whole mm-hmm. time. That's the big the big question. Oh man, I can't wait to play it again. I can't. I'm gonna play the fuck out. I, of it I still have my yeah. copy of the DX. And I've I, never played it. It's so good. Guess what? You Maybe can you, you can get a switch, switch and do it. Dude. Well, but everyone's comments, everyone's tweets about this were, uh, oh my god, I remember this. Yeah. This looks just and, like and this. It was and it was all that, and and that's what I'm saying, dude. Like. They can they they can put the energy into redoing some games because it makes sense for some of them, right? Like, like let's bring them into the modern age. But for some games, all they have to do is let you play it on the platform that you now have, yeah, and it will just make money. It will literally it will print money to you. Resident Evil Two did that. They have to. Oh, to as well, right? So yeah. so two, right? So Resident Evil Two, to your point, like that was something that should have been redone. Like it, it made sense to redo it mm. and bring it bring it yeah. forward, right? Um, you don't need to necessarily do one, right? But two, like it, it held strong for a lot of people from what they remembered. Like I, re- I remember playing Resident Evil Two for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if if Nintendo, we'll move away from them now. If Nintendo can continue to do that, both in their old game library and bring forward some new games, they will continue to be successful. And honestly, they will end up running past like PlayStation and yeah. Xbox if they can do that right. Here's because here's the thing: people are already paying full dollar for their games. So, yeah. think from a money perspective, right? Just keep doing that, and you're gonna win. Uh, so let's hit let's hit Resident Evil Two really quickly. I the only yeah. thing that I want to talk about from number three is how it relates to number four, mm-hmm. which we can which we can talk about that. So, like like yeah. fill us fill us into Resident Evil Two. What you've been up to, Mister? Uh, there, there's not really Mr. much. Trevor. I'm just ca- capping on top of whatever I talked about previously in a previous week. Well, let me but, let me ask you this. But you Sorry. had questions. Well. How did how did you go? Because I watched your stream in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, he's you're struggling through a lot of this these segments." And you're, what's what's happening? Here? You are you talking about the okay? Are you talking about the Leon A or the, the Claire A that I just did? No, I, I haven't watched your recent streams. Unfortunately, I did the Claire A, and I got the I got the S plus on that. Am I too close? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay, I don't have a problem with his audio levels. Yeah, he, he'll say it. I'm he'll looking, say something. Okay, I'm looking at this. His levels are more important. That I mean, is true. for me, yeah. Keep that is true. Keep going. It's just... Uh, what was I saying? So I recently... Neo, so you're clear. We're all drinking, guys. Come on. <laughs> Neo, I did... Yeah, yeah. You had questions for about For anyone in the audience who doesn't know, there are multiple playthroughs of... A and B. Of two characters, A and B. So Claire and Leon... And there's an A playthrough and a B bleep. Ugh, I'm fucking slightly hammered here. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, recently, I did, I did the week. Claire A, yep. and I got an S plus, and that took me what does three. That mean? What does that mean? S plus is the highest rating. It goes, it goes A. Game, is there a D rating? Is there? It's S plus S. <laughs> listen, listen. Kevin just says death. It's, it's that's S, the D rating. It's, it's at, as far as I've seen, it's S plus S. A, B, and C. I haven't seen anything lower than that because I haven't played that bad. I think I got a C. Um, yeah, I would not have done well in my. Run, if you so do the, the S plus run with either character on A, 
you unlock the first time you do an S plus, you unlock an automatic, uh, unlimited um, handgun. And then it, and then ultimately, if you do an S plus on hardcore, you unlock some really cool shit like an unlimited rocket launcher, an unlimited uh, submachine gun. Oh man! So there's cool reasons for doing an S plus run. Okay, but what I want to what I want to know is what changed from when I first watched you. Yeah, this start is the, the point that, that I. I'm, what are you I talking about when I, I first about played the game? Because because you were I mean no. you were like all day, over the place. Day one, you, yeah. you were a manic, angry human. Yeah, who was offended? Are you talking about day yeah. one two weeks ago? Who was you were first, a, when you were first booted it up? You were yeah. offended yeah. that you had to play this game. That developers made decisions yeah, that caused you these, such these pain save and anguish. system. You were now, so upset well, about this it, video it, game. It really, no, it, and now it, you're speed running S plus ranks. And, I, and it's what? like it's like exploding my my brain. Okay, it originally it originally <laughs> started with me not understanding that the meta of the game. We have this terminology yeah, we use yeah, all yeah. the time. Understanding the meta of something. I figured out the meta of this game is not the story at all. It's figuring, it's learning like the map and learning what you, the corners you need to cut quicker. And I figured that out. I watched a bunch of like people who speed ran the game and I started mm-hmm. seeing how they were speed running it and the corners they were cutting. And I was like, oh, I, that's stupid. Wait, is this, like, is this like you seeing the code in the Matrix now? You're like, yeah, I, I yes, get it. Kind of. I know the first time Felix has seen this code. Mm. Oh my it, God. It's basically, this code permeates through a lot of other it, video games. Because uh, quite honestly, this, this is what, what is so mind boggling for me with this, with him, it's, I think you're aligned, is that you don't play games this way. No. Normally. No. no. Yeah. Like, normally, like, You'll spend looking at a locker for twenty five minutes because you want to know what's going on with the locker. <laughs> no, right? but but, I, but but honestly, okay. it's in that craft bag for There's like a little secret minutes, here, China. right? So you guys know I do the Team MC podcast every week. Yeah. Yeah. I do that with a newer host that you've never met. His name is Phoenix Ryan. You might have seen me retweeting him or tweeting sure. at him. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Ryan is a in his free time plays a lot of horror games and he's a speedrunner of Resident Evil Two. Oh, of that specific of this game. And he was giving me, in our post-Team MC discussion, he was giving me all these pointers. He was like, yo, you, get, you, don't, you don't want to do this, and you want to not do this, and you want to do this. And I took a lot of his advice and right. used it this week. Like, and that, this is just me doing last Friday's <laughs> Team MC episode. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Maybe it's a dumb question, but what, what constitutes their rating system? Is it deaths? Is it time? Is I it know it's the amount of time I'll tell you right save. now. I'll tell you right yeah. now. Oh, please. Uh, in order to get an S plus rating, the highest rating, you have to, for the A run, because yep. B is different, uh-huh. and hardcore is different. I'm sure to get is. an S plus on standard, uh-huh. you need to do it in under three hours and 30 minutes. Got yep. it. Okay. okay. My first, my Claire run, I did it in three hours and 15 minutes. Today, my Leon run, which I needed to do in three hours and 30 minutes. Was it Leon B? I did it in 2.35. Two hours and 35 minutes. It was Leon A? Okay. Yeah, I did an A run on both of them. You did A runs on both? Yeah. On standard. On standard. If I had done a B run on standard, for each character, I would have had three hours. So it be is it would be in three hours. It's a half hour B, shorter. These are, just, are generally shorter. Generally shorter. Yeah, it's yeah. a half hour shorter because you don't start like in the beginning with the, sure, yeah, yeah, the there's like a the gas station gas scene. station yeah. scene right, right, and right. then there's all this and, walking up to the station. And then station you also and have 
you have this rating system for each level, right? To what you were saying. So you have the standard, you have the harder. Now, when you go to hardcore, there's an hour shaved off. So with hardcore, you got to do it in two hours and 30 minutes. Which you were a. close to. You were five minutes over that. You I could easily. Five minutes easily. over that, yeah. Are you going yes. to do that? So I have a, a very strong plan to do the Leon A. Strong plan. On har- hardcore, and I'm going to try for an S+. plus. If I don't get it, so, I'll just accept getting the hardcore. Well, how many times are you going to try? Probably. Yeah, what does that mean? Okay. You, what, yeah, yeah. What's the I have some questions. I feel well, really awful. Well, that I have only, not been watching this. In my, in Honestly, my, I know. In me my, too. In my personal like goals, right? S plus on hardcore is not like a goal of mine. I don't Why? Know. Well, because there's no trophy associated with it. It really doesn't matter. Uh, so you, so, so you, so you need there the digital. Is. You need the digital bread. There I'm trying is. to make the hundred percent of the game because yeah. I can't. He wants, he wants that plat. He wants that plat. I want Fuck the hundred percent of the game. And dude, back in Kingdom stop. Hearts, man, we killed Sephiroth with no trophies that existed <laughs> yeah, back there. Right. There wasn't. It wasn't there. We just want to tell our friends we fucking did. Yeah, Felix, has, that Felix has, has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know how gibberish. Back up. Back off just for a second. I don't know how addicted I am to this. I'm pretty addicted. Seems like a lot. No, no, I mean I can tell you how addicted you are. I mean because I can tell. Why? Why wouldn't you go for it? Like actually go for it. But well, it's it's it. You have to build to it. Sure. Like you truly, it's it's recommended. I talked to Phoenix Ryan, and he recommended. Don't, yeah, don't. No, he's a good guy. Okay. I'm sure he is. Yeah. He, reco- Ryan. he recommends. He recommends that you you do the standard runs first. You then you do the. So, because each time sure. you get better at understanding. Yeah, I'm not. That's yeah. not what. That's not what we're talking about. Trip and I are saying what saying, you what why you not said, reach? What you said was I'm gonna you know I'm gonna try the two thirty. If I don't reach the 230, <laughs> I'm done. Right? You, you did your typical, you know, if it doesn't I, work out the first time, fucking throw it out no, and I, it's done. I'm saying I'll be okay just getting the trophy for no, hardcore. No, no, And I'm you, telling you, stop that nonsense okay. and do it again until you reach 230. Like, what? If you were five minutes away. But I, that was minutes. on standard. Remember, the, the stakes did, change on hardcore. You know what, bro? You, you know what? You're going to live your best life, and I'm going to appreciate it regardless. <laughs> your strats are not going to be that different. You've, you're already cutting corners, saving ammo, not engaging. I, Wait, okay, I've that's already, what yeah, I want to know. Like, are really you just well. like, are you like not, what, you're not like worrying about zombies anymore? You're just like, I'm going to fucking skip them. No, so, what are your so items? What's your item situation? Like? There's, there's, uh, dude, I mean, when I, when I got to the boss fight on the Leon A today, I had virtually no, nothing. If I'm playing that on hardcore, I have no idea. What I'm gonna but have, you, but you would figure it out. Yeah, probably. But you wouldn't figure it out on the first run. Maybe not the second run. Maybe not the third. Yeah, I probably am gonna but, have to play it a couple. Right. Times. But what I'm saying is, is if you do it once and you're like, oh, I hit, I hit three. Fuck that. Well, that seems silly. I might, be, I might be able to hit it. I have a question for you though. So, <laughs> the last time you did whatever fucking, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. Whatever run he did last, yeah, yeah. what was your, what was your completion? Um, were you a, were it you was a B. I a? I did I did a Leon A Claire B playthrough. I haven't gone back yet. No, no, but what, so no, but what was your Times. rating for your completion? Um, probably the Leon A was about seven and a half hours, and my because, right because rating was probably like you are, C because you are so mind blown by this dude that I'm just right. trying to understand right my, in my, context of the normal. Play but here, because all I can go off of is the last time I played it. Which but, who gave a fuck how long? It I'll took give you, you my stats, which will give you a good like discrepancy. Please, my he, Leon. A run on standard was 12 hours and C 
Yeah. So pretty fucking trash. But, but he's, here's the he's thing: offended by he, that grade over there to this man, like, who's like S plus. I I want to go back and do Claire A. I'm going to do the Claire A. Leon B. This time I would do it as like. I took my time on the, fr- on the first playthrough. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, I'm not trying to measure your last run as like you're, no. you're awful. I'm just no. curious to, in normal context, like what we could expect from a normal run versus one that's trying to go for an S plus or something in I mean, that nature. That's essentially, you're cutting out the fat, right? Yeah, there's, you're a, not, there's you're, a shit ton of things that you're, you don't You're pausing do. when, when you get to rooms to think about what you're doing. You're going, okay, this is where I need to go on the map, and I'm going to go here, and I'm going to skip everything to get here like those, to do the puzzle. Those three yeah. medallions in the beginning, there's virtually no time at this point wasted. Right. Yeah, because because there's a way to get them like all right away at the beginning, yeah. and then put them all in, and then you're bam, you're in the you open yeah, that the room. Time, yeah. The time when you really need to work on figuring out how to like shave time down is on the boss fights because the mm-hmm. boss fights they eat take so yeah. much fucking right. time. Dude. Mm-hmm. They're just a pain in the ass. Well, and that and that's the thing with because essentially where you're at. Because you're talking about speedruns, really. Like, I know Trip was, was making a joke. I was about joke, to say, it, dude, you're like, a dick hair away from speedrunning. Yeah, like, you're, like, because if you're, if you're talking about optimal time to kills for a single-player game, right? Like, you're talking about speedrunning a game. Anyone that's concerned about optimally killing a boss in a single-player game is yeah. trying to beat it in a time frame that's mm-hmm. better than somebody else, right? So, dude, keep doing it. I, I love like, it. Like, like yeah, seriously, keep, I, like, keep, if, you, if you are still enjoying yourself... And that's the biggest thing, right? Because if if you find yourself where like you're on the like you're you're pulling your hair out and I can already see what you would look like if you were in this state, in this manic state. If you get there, fine. But like don't don't throw it away because this is something that you could be super successful. This at. man this man today was 21, 22 viewers on Mixer, top right. of the RE2 directory. Right. Playing this game. Yeah. He had all of the Resident Evil 2 views on that right. platform. Right. Yeah. Virtually. Yeah. That's what he was. Yeah, at. With the the other day when I was doing the Claire run, I I, I had like thirty five people and we were all mixer. It was right. crazy. Oh my god! All these you were getting follows left and right today. Yeah, yeah, nonstop. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, for for them, it's the like they're not they're not used to viewing that content. Yeah, and there are also right? people are coming in and going like, "What the hell, dude? What are you playing on?" And I'm like, "I'm playing on a PlayStation," and they're all confused because they're watching on their Xbox. Yeah. Right, exactly. And that's and <laughs> right. like, why the hell are you watching a PlayStation? Wait, that didn't come guy? out on Xbox. No, it did, but oh. like people like come in and they're like, Wait they a see minute. like the triangle. Yeah, prompt. they see like yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. place. And they're also not used to viewing the game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not used to. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you one mm-hmm. thing that helped. That's going to uh, hopefully help me for the uh, hardcore. If you get all those raccoons, you know mm-hmm. the fifteen raccoons, you get the unlimited knife. The knife. Oh yeah. my god, the unlimited knife on the on the first uh, William Birkin fight. You can just kill him in like twelve, like l- less than he twelve minutes, l- less than. Like it's the like, fact that you know that yeah. indicates you're, you're on another you're level you're with in. this yeah. right now. Yeah. You're in. Whoa. You're, you are you are you are talking Whoa. about the meta conversation of a single player game. Yeah. Which the meta conversation of a multiplayer game is one thing. Yeah. Right? Because we talked about it before. The meta conversation of a single player game only results from someone that is trying to beat it as efficiently and as fast as they possibly can. Because me, if I were to buy a Resident Evil 2 and play it. I don't give a fuck how many knife hits it takes to kill somebody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. All I'm trying to do is fucking beat the yeah, boss, right? I, I did honest, that once. I never I thought that, that he would be in this conversation No, either. no, neither would I. No, I, that's why I, this is happening correct. Yeah, right now. Right. That's, 
Because I'm not quite sure how you found yourself here. Because the last time I listened to you talk about this game, was, you were fucking angry I, that you needed to go to a typewriter. I, okay? I you thought, were mad that autosaves made you go back. More. 20, I thought, you were upset that twenty. you had to go back to a previous save. I thought this would finally be the thing that sent you to the hospital. You know, I'm being honest with you. You know what? This is a very classic JRPG journey right here. It is if you true, think yeah. about it. Two, two hours before, two, two hours, yeah, two hours before I set up this show, I fucking started a run. <laughs> it's a Claire B run. Oh, no, is it? Yeah. Where, you set where, the stage. Where I'm trying oh, to, it? yo, so, I'm trying to get, Claire B. no, listen, this, this, yeah. is, this is bananas. Oh, I'm, sure I'm trying is. to get a trophy called a small carbon footprint. Tell me what that means. The small oh, carbon yeah. footprint is only so many footprints. Com- complete the fucking uh, the, the the run the video game in under fourteen thousand steps. How many steps did you take last time? Uh, when know. I first tried this, yep, right, because I already got two other trophies uh, doing this. When I first tried this, I did twenty thousand steps. It sucked. I failed. It, it, yeah, but no, you probably felt like you were speeding <clears throat> through this thing. I thought I was going doing great. Yeah. Yeah, until you got fucking you got a 6, shave. steps over. That, that, that run was that, not yeah. a loss because I got the frugalist trophy and I got the minimalist trophy, which yeah. is the frugalist trophy is you don't you don't take any health the whole time. You don't eat any herbs. None of the herbs, no sprays, mm-hmm. no nothing. Man, I know. <laughs> I can't believe the it. The biggest mind fuck. You in sound the world. like me in like, like 99. Like the turning point. The turning yeah. point is insane. Wow, keep going. Uh, the minimalist crazy. trophy is you don't open that little box, the storage box. No, I know what you're talking about. There's a storage sure, don't, box. Don't, don't open it. You know what that is. Don't open it. <laughs> I didn't. You but, didn't use the storage box? Yeah, for that's the middle, not, there's for a the psycho for not using that. I, how do you know? He opens it every time. He can leave things there, only pick them up as you need them. I didn't open it. No, I know what it is. didn't open it once. But he did it. You didn't open this it. man did it. You didn't open it. Didn't open it once. I can't believe that. He that did man that. did it. And you know, there, Neo, there, in the records, as you're playing, you yeah. can see how many times you opened it. Oh, you, there's a way of checking. Like, there was a way like to check You don't have to wait until the end yeah. of the game. No, yeah. you can check while you're playing. You can check how many. Uh, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> hold on. One last the thing. The audience one is pointing to right now. <laughs> one last thing and then I'm done. Okay. Um, right now, in the playthrough, I'm at just under 7,000 steps. And I'm over halfway. So you're on track. Are you feeling good about this? I'm on track to get. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to. God. We'll see. Have you looked at a game facts to tell you where you should be at this point? I have. Okay. And I'm real. That's not a burn. I would be looking at every goddamn guide if I was trying to read this. Oh, of course. I mean, the 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 person who I first started like looking at in order to gauge how I should play my my regular standard run was a guy who completed the hardcore run S plus. In like for for Claire A in an hour and fifty four minutes. How many steps did he take? An so hour and fifty four minutes. So he is in it's a so fucking good. rabbit hole. You are literally <laughs> like the you you remind me of the dude from um, Always Sunny in the in the. He's like he's Charlie like Pepe the, Sylvia. Yeah, <laughs> there's no Pepe Sylvia. Like you literally, <laughs> you are so I deep see. into this. You need you need to. You need to put a stake in this game. Like you need, you need to end this game. Get that you, platinum. Because no, not even the platinum. platinum. No, 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 this no, has no. to be have platinum. This is yeah. This is past platinum, dude. Got to get the you're S plus it. hardcore. You're fucking. Felix you're watching YouTube videos of fucking steps, 
and shit, you're past it, right? Yeah. You need you need to get the hardcore S plus. You need to you need to finish this. I'll do it. Finish the fight. It's the only way you're gonna yeah. move on. Yeah. To, to and then, the only, and then you're gonna have else. to fucking fly somewhere and you're gonna have to speed run it. And we're all gonna have to follow you. <laughs> sit on the couch and make fun of you behind you. <laughs> the great the, the, the greatest Resident Evil two player. I'm, just, um, I'm so proud of your growth, Anthem. All right, so let's let's talk let's talk EA. What we're gonna talk Anthem and we're gonna talk about Anthem for the for the rest of the episode. But what I'm what I'm curious to to ask you guys about EA specifically is, so EA decides from a release schedule to we we knew when Anthem was coming out. Everyone right? knew. Everyone knew when Anthem was coming out. You have the the if you have access to the early access, you're getting it on the fifteenth. You're playing of it February. Now. You're playing we're, it currently. We're currently still. playing it twenty second. Right. This Friday twenty second will be yeah. the true launch. Twenty second yeah. is the launch day for anyone that bought physical copies or does not have access to the early the early release. <clears throat> but a week prior to that, EA decides to release a game from Respawn, which I know you guys talked about last episode, which was Apex Legends. And it's Ooh. what I've mainly been playing, and, and we don't have to talk about it in, in depth. But <clears throat> I'm curious for your guys' perspective on why EA as a company would allow that type of release schedule to happen. When in, in reality... Apex Legends in it itself was completely under the radar. We could have went another month without knowing Apex Legends was a thing. There, Correct, right? There, I, so, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's so, a so, so my, my question yeah. to you guys, as fans of Anthem, as fans of Apex Legends, of BR games, and, and, and just in general, why choose to release Apex Legends a week before the game that you are putting all of your energy into to be the destiny rival, the the games as a service for your own organization. You yeah, I think so. So why do this? I'm going to answer a couple questions specifically, and then uh, speculate a little bit at the very end. Yeah. One, I think um, it's because it's EA. I don't truly gauge this stuff properly. Um, but so it, will all, it make us money? But, but <laughs> put it out there. I just had one question. You, did you say Apex Legends is an EA title? It's an EA. It is an EA published title. So it's, yeah. so it's yeah. made by Respawn, made by Titanfall yeah. in the same universe as Titanfall, cool, as cool, you probably cool, know. Cool, but cool. yeah, EA. Before Apex Legends dropped, um, there was obviously dead silence about this for months. Yep. There was a rumor that bubbled up that there was going to be a Titanfall BR. BR, correct. I believe Apex is that rumor. Yes, correct. At the end of the day, right? Yep. Um, but that generated so much like hype in in I, what felt to me like j- was just the week before release. So this thing had a quick like spreading out of rumors of excitement. A week of, before it came out, it was shown to press behind closed doors, and then like and then like a day or two later, it was shown to influencers. Correct. So that got leaked. Yeah. So so well, and well, they were like, yeah, this, okay, that's I heard about this in Gathalian's chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, in, the influencers was not leaked. The influencers was planned. It was mm-hmm. it was press influencers. Our release, our what we're going to do as an organization is give it to the influencers and let them drive who down who downloads this game mm-hmm. because everyone in succession of all the type for all the top Fortnite streamers, all the top mm-hmm. PUBG streamers. All of them in succession. Like I literally watched it in my Twitter feed. Well, like Shroud all Doc, was like, all like, was yeah. like Apex tomorrow, Apex Legends tomorrow. You know, new BR game coming mm-hmm. tomorrow. Check out my channel. Right, all getting thousands upon thousands upon thousands of retweets and likes and comments. So that was their plan. They've already talked about like the influencers being their marketing. Right. <clears throat> what I'm curious about is why not wait a month? Because if you think about it from a Twitch directory standpoint, right? 
You have your you have your guys playing Fortnite. You have your guys playing Destiny, which is way lower on the directory than Fortnite. But right now, when I open up my Twitch directory and I and I follow those that I'm watching, I have a few people playing Anthem, and they're and they're your PVE guys. You have Goth. You have some some big Destiny streamers playing it, but everyone else is playing Apex. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, right? I would imagine that some of those guys that were playing Apex would have been playing Anthem. Mm-hmm. Should the only choice have been Anthem, but when you mm. choose a fantastic shooter and a fantastic BR game against a, a free, P, a free game, free yeah, against, and this is not point. shitting on Anthem, and by any means, I will tell you what I feel about it. But this is not shitting on them in, in, in that game and in, in, in itself. No, it's but, legi- it's legitimate thinking about but, like the but, marketing. But right. every if I choose my top ten people that I watch, eight of them are playing Apex, and two of them are playing anthem Mm -hmm. so why make that decision is it solely based about head in the clouds not understanding your business so this is kind of reminiscent of when titanfall 2 came out okay but the reverse of that right because titanfall 2 came out sandwiched in in the middle of the release of call of duty and battlefield 1 right that is true and completely cannibalized like titanfall sales which is probably the best shooter out of all three of them yes right it is uh it has i've i've booted up the campaign this weekend in Titanfall 2 just to see what it was like. I downloaded it and I haven't played it. I downloaded it because I have it's, access to it now. The, camp, the campaign is absolutely incredible. Right. It's a great campaign. And the multiplayer, I'm assuming, is still great too. I, am, I did not try that. But this time around, now you see a shadow-dropped game, pretty much. No marketing, no hype marketing uh, leading up to the game's I'd release. I'd agree on the shadow drop callout, for sure. Yeah, and... and all they and they did the smart thing. They they went for the influencers first, and they showed it to press so they could write do, do their write ups on it. And boom, here's a free to play game that you don't have to play Fortnite. Essentially, here's the thing. Go ahead. If the game wasn't as good as it is, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how Does, you market yeah. it. Correct. Oh, totally. Right. totally. But, so I think that's a major factor for sure. But I also don't think that they put the proper weight in the influencer uh, influence to not have a better word. In combination with how good the game actually is, so they didn't necessarily it's, see it's they, didn't, they didn't value one the own game, and yes, then two yes. what reach the, the what reach the influencers would be able to give, them. or just the the <clears throat> sum of both of those parts, right. which is greater than the whole. Correct, because uh, ad and um, sponsored streams are nothing new. It's been going on Correct. literally forever. Yeah. so it doesn't matter that they had people play this game when it came out. Look at Atlas. True, Atlas is a piece of fucking trash right now and no one is going to be playing that game aside from a small community right the game was fire the game is free the game is fun and people that are sponsored to playlists to play this so they were guaranteed to be on there in the directories playing this game were enjoying themselves having a great time that's like streaming 101 if you're playing a game you just love and that comes out of your pores when you're playing this game right everyone's linking up with everyone else and then people at home tried it themselves and felt how fun it was. Yeah. It just it was a snowball rolling downhill of effects, but none of that in conjunction with each other was looked at from a marketing standpoint, I think. I think they weren't looking at in all the In terms of things. like all the different like, heads of an organization like, not talking to one another. No one was like, hey, you know what? We should really push for this because we think it's better than Fortnite because of XYZ. Like Right. And we can probably bank on this. And, oh, if we do bank on this, maybe we don't have a close to Anthem because we have something really good in our hands. So sure. the question is, why release it close to Anthem? Because they don't know. They had no idea. Yeah, they they weren't banking no on this. Because, look, I, I don't think mm. at the end of the mm. day that this is necessarily hurting Anthem, like, long run. No, right? I, yeah. I, I, right? I feel like to, to a point it's different audiences it, and it, different, it, different it, people. It is and it isn't. It, yeah. Because, like, 
like there's we'll, a Venn we'll, we'll diagram take, overlap of a little. We'll, yeah, yeah, there is. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take we'll take influencers for example, goth. Like let's just use him as an example. Destiny streamer, mostly a PVE oriented guy, but played PVP a lot in mm-hmm. terms of Destiny, and he played Apex religiously up until Anthem, and he's even said it on his stream that he loves playing Anthem. But he still wants to play Apex, but he's playing Anthem because he knows in terms of endgame content and future releases for Anthem that he needs to keep up. But it's not necessarily what he wants to be playing. That's his monetary wheelhouse. Right? Like, like I need to keep up because whenever the, go the work Anthem like the raid mm-hmm. right, yeah. comes out, I need to be ready to play that because that might be a big draw for people. Versus I know personally, while i rather be playing Apex, I am not going to be... I'm not going to be getting as many viewers as I would against Shroud or a Tim the Tatman or any of these PvP-oriented mm-hmm. guys. But I'd rather be playing this game because this game is fucking great, right? So I guess for me, it's like, why not wait a month? Why not wait until your release cycle for Anthem is already in a more mature state I think to then a give question. give Apex just, yeah. a chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we all would have been o- we all would have been okay if we waited another month for Apex. Mm-hmm. Right, so it, it's just it's just interesting to me for them to not know their own business, really. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I I would disagree to the extent, okay, that this is the assumption that this conversation is a bad thing. Sure, I I that's uh, the thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around around the question that you asked is if they gave Apex to influencers to play and Apex then shot up to number one on Twitch past League of Legends, which has always been there, and whatever the popular BR is at the time, the thing that we've learned about service titles is that the communities that are going to play those games are going to play those games. True. They're not going to grow any more or any less than the people that are going to, to stick around, right? For a free BR shooter, however, if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, you are probably going to get a lot of people who then watch that Tim the Tapman stream where he pays for $200 of loot boxes, and what are those players going to do? They're going to spend money on a game that they got for free. That, from a, from a business perspective, is probably a more viable financial option than hoping that players will dish out $70 on a game that, in all honesty, based on this group, players knew early on whether or not they were going to get it. Yeah, true. they knew very early whether or not they were going to play Anthem or not play Anthem. That is true. But yeah. for a BR game to come out that's free, everyone's going to play it. Mm-hmm. I fucking played it. Yeah, sure. at this point. So I, I, I think the question is kind of predicated on the idea that EA either doesn't know the market, or I think they didn't see releasing a free R, a free BR game as a disadvantage to a game that was going to have its player base regardless of what was released. Do do you think that in and itself though you're right to to you are right that they would have their player base right like there there's at the end of the day that you personally would choose Anthem mm-hmm. over Apex and there's nothing wrong with that but don't you think that if if Apex didn't exist that you may have a larger player base playing Anthem because it is the newer game that may reach a higher point in the directory even though it's not a PvP oriented game, it is the game of the moment. I right. think. I think. Right. With. I think the only way that's that is true is if we didn't get the demo that we got. Okay. I think the that's Anthem the demo, only yeah. the Anthem demo that we got. Right. Because the moment the we got that demo and we all realized this is a beta. This sure. is a very different, and that was not just a conversation with us. That was a public conversation. Yeah, it's true. In which Anthem was getting like. 
and and I think uh, wh- where I'm sitting at is if I'm EA and I'm sitting in a position where I I feel like I'm sitting on something good in either direction regardless of what might come from it or what we think about it I think I have a viable PVE game that'll become a staple of whatever community is there and then I have a BR game that has the potential of changing it based on the feedback that we got from the uh influencer conversation I don't think it really matters to them when they release it. Sure, that's it. true. I, 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 and I think it matters in terms of a success. If we're talking about, yeah, you probably left something on the table, but I don't know if EA really cares about that anymore. That's true. I mean, what were you going to say before I jump um, in? I'm, I don't know if I disagree with all your points. I, I don't. I'm going to add some of my own mm-hmm. views on those points. But you ended it with a, with a sentence that kind of threw me a little bit when you said, I don't think EA cares about leaving money on the table at a certain no, point. No, not that they don't care about leaving money on the table. I think if EA has two hot button points, I don't think it would have mattered when they would have released it. So you're saying it's not a loss because to them the, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think yeah. the because Anthem for, player base right. was solidified regardless of okay. what happened. That's, the BR player base is the one that's going to fluctuate. Not to mention, what is, what is Battlefield doing with their... B- Battle Royale, whatever. We, have quite, we haven't, yeah, but we quite haven't seen honestly, it. Yeah. But quite honestly, that it doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't anymore. It, do, it yeah. doesn't, right? Because quite honestly, anything anything that comes out now is going to be measured against Apex, which is a great mm. thing for mm-hmm. EA. It's a great spot to be in. That like you are now the measuring stick of BR currently, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Um. But to your point, I think it's it, it is a valid point that I don't think they necessarily cared because if they have two great things coming out simultaneously. What they're thinking about is okay. I have this player base, which if this if if this top three in the directory migrates to my game, great. And think about it. Right, one of those games has no PvP element Correct. at all whatsoever. And one is just and, 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 I think, and one I think, is just yeah, yeah, to your point. The conversation would be vastly different if Anthem had a PvP element. Yeah. Imagine how right? different the conversation is if there is an intentionality to releasing this, that we are releasing two products that cover two different genres in two different play styles and they both do well. Right. And now we are at the top of Twitch. Sure. Because now everyone wants to watch it, watch these two games being played. Right. That to them is success. Is it probably more successful to spread it out? Absolutely. There's right. absolute viability to that. But I don't necessarily fault EA's decision to do that because it it makes sense from a financial perspective in terms of getting as many eyes as you can to these two products in particular. Yeah. It makes sense it? from your perspective about having the PvP focus be filled in by Apex while yes. everyone on the PvE side exactly. fills into there. Um, especially with the downside of the free-to-play BR we've seen mm-hmm. in the recent past. Mm-hmm. Like, not that Realm Royale is not a success, but that's not it's, what it's not, not this. What people are playing. No, or what's the other the one where we're on a bike? No, not even, oh, not uh, even COD. Uh, Radical uh, Heights. Radical, Radical Heights. Heights. Radical Heights like, is not even was, in the conversation. Like, yeah, I wouldn't no, even. But like, but, but, but I'm but sure point, when you're marketing, yeah. you're looking at this shit going. Oh, you absolutely. When you're like, yeah, I don't know. And I think they definitely didn't have as much faith in their product as they could have been. Well, I mean, and, I mean, scared money don't make none. They could have pushed it harder. But I think, I think. Oh, I think your biggest point saying, look, there are two schools here. One's PvE, literally only, based yeah. on the type of game. And this is PvP. We'll push these out and have people play what they want to play. But I think what they did in in itself is pretty smart. Because I, I read a tweet earlier where someone responded with, like, why why didn't you market it better? Better in, in 
you know, quotes right. or like and, do, and, do and, the normal marketing. Yeah. And someone strategy, was like, so, yeah. so you, so, and this was someone from respawn and this is what I appreciate because it's like a scene behind the curtains a little bit. And they said, so you wanted me as someone, as an employee of respawn to market an EA title, which relies solely on microtransactions. You want me to market that and think that people are going to play that game? Mm-hmm. No, they're not going to play that game because they p- tried to play that game. It was called Battlefront. Mm. Yeah. And that didn't go well for us. So why would we market something that relied solely on microtransactions and tell you, oh, you need to play this game? It doesn't matter that it's free. It's, it's the, the, I, th- the release... I think it being free is what makes it more appealing. Sure. There's less barrier to entry for it to be free. And, but, but not... and it's more understandable to have those microtransactions in them. It is, but for 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 someone to say, like a, a person behind the scenes to say, throw out all this marketing, tell them why they need to play yeah. this game, tell them why they need to do it. It's gonna be great. They're gonna buy these loot it would, boxes. It would, they're gonna buy all these coins, and they're gonna get these skins, right? Traditional marketing but, would have gotten shot down as a Fortnite competitor, and no one mm, would actually invest. Correct. In it. But to okay, say, yeah, yeah. here's our game. Play it or don't play it. It's a great shooter, right? And that's what it really foundationally comes down to is that Respawn, to your point, has made a great shooter, mm-hmm. right? That's why people are playing it because they could have put all of this energy into being, you know, let's go to the influence, let's go to the doc, let's go to Shroud, let's go to all these different guys mm-hmm. and say, play this game. And they would have they would have played it because they would have got paid. But in a week later, they would have been like, well, this is a shitty fucking shooter, mm-hmm. right? It would have been the Radical Heights. There it would had have been to all have these been other games. something. Right, there's something everlasting keeping you there, yep. right? And it's okay. It's the revive system. It's the it's the, the shoot. It's the pinging, right? Pinging is going to revolutionize what we do with BR games, right? Mm. You have the shooting in and itself being the best mechanics of a recent BR game, right? Like, I, I read a great article that talked about um, Trials of Osiris for Destiny being such a big driver in the Twitch directory that the reason why Apex is so big is because the revive system allows someone to make big plays and people love to watch someone do something ridiculously stupid in a shooter mm-hmm. by going and reviving two teammates and killing a team and then reviving them or getting their getting their tags and then killing a whole team and then Major reviving recovery, their teammates right? Yeah. right like people love the, the, the hero story right and that's what Trials brought for Destiny right mm-hmm. and like so there there's reasons why this game is successful outside of its marketing but it, it, it's just curious to me for EA to go from a place of below the table to a place where it's like oh god these guys are they're rising right like this publisher is going to a place where people are forgetting where we came from where we talked four episodes in a row about fucking battlefront boxes right mm-hmm. so it's just interesting to think about the dynamic of them releasing two titles that are super popular right now for vastly different reasons well think about like and this is the were you gonna say something well i was just gonna support you in what you were saying support him bro no i was just i was gonna say that uh uh, even though i'm an outsider because i'm not playing either of these games what you said kind of rang rang home when you said that like there's like two pieces of the muffin here that they're putting together yeah they literally they they literally a whole muffin they're 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 the whole muffin is their businesses uh online games Right, games, games where people play with each other as a right? service. Games I, as a service where they play with each other. But but what they did instead of putting it all in one muffin is they broke a muffin in half and they 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 gave they, you the muffin they, top. They the, they gave the muffin top. The, the muffin, muffin top is Good Apex stuff. Legend, and then the muffin, <laughs> muffin itself muffin. is now the muffin bottom. The other game. It's just no, the gross, gross carbs. You know, that's you'll, a you'll, pretty you'll, spot on analogy. You, you have an online. I was a little worried about your analogy. No, you you have an online PVE game. Which is if great. You have, if you have EA the muffin, people are looking at. And the then top, you have an online yes, PVP game. You basically you have the the Crucible is Apex Legends, 
And then and then the the, the going out into the world and fighting doing shit strikes together, and stuff, yeah. doing strikes yeah. is, is, is fuck. They were like they were like we can't follow in Destiny's shoes. People are going to shit all over a game and say we ripped off Destiny. Oh. So let's just break it into two do you, games. Do you think it's almost taking a lot of the like stress off of Anthem because of it of Apex Legends? I don't I don't think any stress has been lifted from Anthem at well, all. Well, think about I mean think Anthem about when you're a daily struggle. Anthem is a daily struggle. Think about the Destiny community. Yes. I mean, when we're in and we're playing with a bunch of Destiny people yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're all doing Destiny stuff, there are people that we meet who are like, I only play Crucible. I only love Crucible. And yeah. then there's a shit ton of people who are like, I fuck all that Crucible. I don't want to play with other people. Yeah. I yeah. just want to play the story shit. And they are really good at it. And, so it's dropping bonds and I think I think they figured out Dude, i think great analogy. by following bungie's model they basically figured out okay well maybe we don't bring those two communities together maybe yeah. we do it differently I, and we just well, so i don't apart. think they did this intentionally no totally well, so not. Here, no sure. i don't think so but here's the thing that i was going to say is i wish that i could still be the gamer that that to some extent if we're going back to podcast memories that didn't start a podcast this way because now i i have i've seen so much of the industry and read so much about it and studied so much on it. And that, like, I I want to be the person that dislikes EA. But EA, the reason they've been around so long is because they do shit like this. They they say, we're going to put out Battlefront 2. And to all of us, we dislike Battlefront 2. It's a mistake. They're not going to call it a mistake. They're going to call it a decision. Because somewhere <laughs> in their <laughs> hand later on is Apex Legends. And then they're going to be right back where they were, where people look at them and they go, man, EA is killing it this year. Fuck all this other shit that's been going on with Battlefront and microtransactions and all that and the like. And now we're in a position where they go, man, this Anthem uh, table of releases with all these different release days and shit is ridiculous. Here's Apex Legends. Yo, this game is dope. I love Apex Legends. No one's talking about Anthem. Which... To be honest, in retrospect, for all the all the hate that Anthem's been getting, Apex Legends is kind of doing it some justice because if it does turn out that people have hated on it less, that's only better for them. It's true. It's well, true. they're they're able to leverage now both of these games at the same time. Yeah. And the popularity, the growing popularity of Apex is working out in their favor yeah. while Anthem is kind of struggling with like they need to get their day one patch out still, which is coming on the 22nd. Yeah. Um, that is supposed to be a huge quality of life patch for them. Yeah, and I mean, we can. Yeah, we can. We can talk a little bit about Anthem. I mean, yeah. to me, really quickly to that point, it it seems utterly ridiculous that the day one patch is on the twenty second when you're letting players play way before then. But yeah, yeah that does seem um, a little weird. It seems a little bit short sighted. I but bet it's a percentage of the market decision. Like I, I think that our. Our world is EA Origins premiere, and all of our friends are playing this game like yeah. on the fifteenth. I yeah, but, feel like it might be like but, a single number percentage of the people that have the game pre-ordered. Potentially, yeah, but, 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 but why playing it worldwide? Sure, but like they don't matter. Those I, well, those players don't matter in in itself right now because for, if, if, you, yeah. if you because if you don't say that you have a day one patch, like if none of us that are playing the game know knew that, it that exists, there was a day one patch, that's right. the game that everyone's getting. Right. So so fuck it. I'm going to play it earlier. Great. You're going to play it on the 22nd. Sucks to be you. Right. But if you're going to say, oh, no, you're going to get all these fixes that you want. But you got to wait for the real day. Well, so one. I, I that th seems I think there's it seems silly to do that. But I think there's some there's truth to that. I'd be interested to see the percentages 
of because you're looking at Origin Premiere, which is a PC community, which we saw in the beta that the PC port of the game was like an afterthought. They had Y and U to move through your menus and some stupid shit like that. Like it was ridiculous. It was, bad. Yeah, it yeah, was, it was terrible. Really bad. So clearly it was an afterthought in terms of a platform, let alone it presents itself as a console game. Uh, and even if you want to include EA Access, they only get it for 10 hours and then they can't play it anymore. So I I understand if their decision was I'd be interested to see what the percentage of people that actually have Origin Premiere is that we could we leverage not putting out the day one patch against whatever the reaction would be to a PC community Here, depending on what the percentage. Say what you want to say first. Here's yeah. what I'm going to say to you. This is going to be directed at, at your point because you're right. It doesn't matter that maybe the bigger percentage of people that are going to be playing and actually giving money to them for this game is the 22nd, everyone will be watching Correct. the 15th. I think what they've what they changed the game to, or what was in the pipeline to be released on the 15th, was what they're most comfortable with putting their foot forward. What mm-hmm. we're getting on day one is things they had planned for the 22nd already, mm-hmm. which all I've heard before the actual first release date before Friday before the 15th yeah. the only thing that I can remember that they said they were going to fix was screen shake that's the only thing that stuck out of my brain right. all the things that are on the list now that got published that will be coming Friday are things that people mentioned since the 15th release right. so I gotcha. think they can act fast enough to say cool you're playing this thank you for that uh, this will all be in the 22nd Correct. I think they were confident enough and they got so it's not like a feedback. pre-built day one patch from. No, I think a they can act ago. fast enough um, gotcha. because no one could predict that people would be upset about the speed of chest opening completions for a story mission. You know, like, <laughs> but that's something that can be changed and will be changed yeah, on yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it just seems like if if they can go in and and essentially fix the the loot cave in itself right? in a day right in a day they were like no nah, you guys can't do this you fucking crazy motherfuckers why you can't be you can't be the best fucking what it, but you can't be the best to the end game, than it is right which the end game is the appeal so, right so that's my point it's, yeah. it's like well well are we talking about the same thing or are you just saying no your quality I, of life is not as important as potentially what the end game twitch gotcha. viewership I think, could be i think that's yes it seems like i don't yes. like i don't give I a so. fuck how many people play on origin premiere versus xbox because we're always going to be dwarfed yeah as a community as a pc absolutely community, as those that are paying yearly or monthly but it's like why do we have to wait for those guys who don't fucking play the game right now to play the better version because yeah. it's not for them it's it's well it is through their, it's but through it their is pipeline it looks like it's for them it is for them but but by saying it's for them means that we're not as important because we're just we're getting to play it early. Do you think? I don't, do you I think, think the PC version has been? Yeah. Do you do you think like Bioware was like pressured to put it on their e, the, the EA access because EA wants to push the subscription service more? based on the aesthetic of of that that launch schedule? Yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I would I would say that they were probably forced to get the game out on the fifteenth versus the twenty second. Well, they have but, to, they have to make the subscription the pa- valuable, you know. Yeah, that, the and that has patch, a good value for it. But that is a different conversation than the patch in itself. Yeah. Because if we say three days in, guys, don't worry, we have this patch. It's going to fix all of these problems. But you have to wait until the twenty second. Yeah, it's like, well, well, why? If if you're saying the patch is ready, put it out. Put it out. 
And let us, the guy, let us, and let the guys, us enjoy the quality of life. And then the guys yeah. that are used to downloading a game and then downloading a fucking day one patch are going to do the same bullshit that they're used to doing. Anyway. Anyway, so, so why can't I play the version of the game that you're telling me I'm going to get in another week? I got to play the yeah. lesser version? Seems fucking stupid. I think me. people are used to weekly updates for things. And I think it allows them to do two things. One, which is communicate intent. And then two follow up on that intent properly because they've got like a bracket of things that are going to be fixed and now they've identified what is feasible to get pushed out and they can QA and make sure that they live up to those promises after a, a lot of pre-game release time where they don't live up to promises. Now, now I, I, I would agree with that if that's what they said. So, so if me on Twitter, you know, using the fucking Twitter soapbox as an sure. example, say we have a day one patch, we're not quite ready yet, but this is our plan. We're, we're aiming for the 20s. We're aiming yeah. for launch day. Is very different than we already have a day one patch for you. Just coming out on the 22nd. Don't yeah. worry about it. 20 seconds coming. Just fucking fly around. Is and that open the... up some shit? That's the vibe. That's, <laughs> that's the, the vibe. vibe. The vibe is it's the right? vibe and, is and maybe it's I'm com- wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong from being a little bit a little bit further away from Anthem than you guys are. But the vibe that I got is. No, we're ready for day one, guys. Like, stop being worried. I think I just projected. Right? So I want to. So I want to. I want to land on that for a moment. A little unrelated to the tweet, and more along the lines of it seems like across the board, both in our Discord and in the group as a whole, there is a wide disparity of experiences. Yeah. From both a communication standpoint, from a play standpoint, from an experience standpoint with BioWare and this product. We are everywhere on the scale. I would agree. And I think that's worse than a game being bad or a game being good. Because now there's no consistent conversation happening. This is just on someone's tweet and you guys have two different perceptions mm, of it. Sure. Let alone, I was in the Discord talking with Jay earlier and we were talking about load times and we had completely different experiences. That is true. Where he was like, yo, I don't think I'm going to play this anymore. And I was like, hey, I get it. But I'm not, I'm not experiencing the same thing you are. Right. So I, I'm having a tough time aligning with where he is. Like, I can't even talk him into playing the game again because he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Right. And that's, that is a worse position to be in where I'm sitting there going, yeah, my SSD, I'm getting two second load times. Like the, the loading screen issue is not really that big a deal for me, but I go through Reddit and it's a huge deal for everybody. Like three minutes, five yeah, minutes, three minutes, cases, five yeah. minutes, like right. waiting. Yeah. Right. And that's the, I, and I, I have not experienced that is, anything. Like yeah. That. Well, last but night, that is perfect a perfect example. Like Manimal yeah. and I, I literally... We were in the same voice chat and you I were sitting there waiting. I could have watched an episode of Friends in the amount of time that I fucking <laughs> sat there watching a fucking load screen. Now, that was that was exaggerated from what I'm used to, yeah. but it's weird that it is so vastly it's different. It's so different. It's bizarre, honestly. And and I think that is, that is worse yeah, than a game being bad because then the community can go, these are the issues fix them right. or a game being in great shape like when forsaken first came out and the entire community rallies around it and goes this is what we've been waiting for instead now you have people on all ends of the spectrum in both good and bad and indifferent and i haven't played it and it's okay and no one has a consistent opinion on it that's why like when i'm reading these reviews the reviews are everywhere yeah they are. destructoid They're, gave it an oh eight oh my god it's uh, weird. Uh, uh who, who did i saw uh, ars technica gave it like a six and a half like it's all over the place for the reviews right and it doesn't create a consistent 
conversation. The best review I read for this was Fun and Flawed. Like, that's that's the... And that's the title. You know what? It's... Like, it's crazy. And it's e- true. EA's publishing model is not a consistent publishing model. So None of inc- this is consistent. But it's... It's crazy it's, to me. It's kind of what they get with their publishing. Yeah. To, to an extent, it is kind of what they get. Not that it's good or bad. I've like, had to tone back... I was so I was having this conversation with uh, one of the guys who I do Sanctuary One with. His name is Props. He bought this game on a whim, like he never plays video games. He was like, "I could be Iron Man. This is dope. I'm gonna buy it." So I I said to him, "I was like, I have to I have to turn down." I was on the bandwagon for this game the moment I saw it. By I I love Bioware. I'm ready. I'm there. I don't really care what it is. It's fine. But I've had to tone back my fandom. Because I'm spending so much time trying to align with whatever I'm hearing based on just different experiences as a whole. Uh, The positive things, there are a decent amount of positive things that are there uh, that make the game fun. But in terms of the issues, the issues are all over the place. From load times to textures to like when we were having the conversation, I was saying, I was like, why is this, why is the, this hangar bay loading bay a a fucking thing? Yeah. I don't understand why it's here other than a reaction to people asking for it. Yeah. I've uh, I've toned back my fandom of State of Decay two pretty dramatically. <laughs> in, hey. in 2019, you've you've finally yeah. toned that back. Okay. Yeah. So so, so can I, can I ask my question that I asked at the beginning? <laughs> oh please, uh, yeah, I think because it's, it's I'm glad that you you asked that. Which is, are are we? I don't want to use the phrase in the wrong because I never I, I players in my opinion are never in the wrong. Correct. At the same time, have we have we <laughs> yeah. trip did not like that. <laughs> have we have we gotten it wrong? Because I think those are those they're two different things. I don't think players are wrong because players play what are what they are given. But have we gotten it wrong on the titles that have been presented to us more recently than ever before because we are seeing more of the industry as what it is, which is an industry. Oh, uh- I would. I mean, if we're if we're cross my legs, but, cross my legs, stuff in the cable. But what what I would say to that point, if 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 we think about where we started this conversation, which is oddly tying together in a way that I did not imagine it to, but fucking think, geniuses, dude. Yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow the fucking the string theory worked. But if you think about where we came from, right? Like, I put in a game, I played the game for whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Like. If someone, if I bought a game or someone gave me a game on Christmas or something, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the fuck it was, Conker's Bad Fur Day or fucking it's Tony buggy, Hawk it's two, bad, whatever, it's whatever it is. Oh, it's, it's, that's it's just what, what the is. game is. Fine, I'm yeah. gonna still play it because I got it. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna play it because it's what I have. We're in a completely different space. I can interact with a developer. I can interact with a person that's designing a specific point in the game i could i could yell into a social space i could do all of these things in a vastly different way because the industry in itself has shifted Mm -hmm. so if you think about if we were to somehow transport ourselves to then and a game like this were to come out we would all play it and we would probably all love it because it came out and it's what it was it would have its flaws i would say social media would have to not exist for that to happen you're right yeah Yeah. it would Mm -hmm. it would first of all social connectivity would have to not exist Mm -hmm. but think think about the games that we've gotten that we've either stopped playing that we've all talked each other into playing which i've now subsequently stopped doing because i do it so often you're playing division two well yeah (laughs) uh think about like uh the state of decay 2 right yeah we all dumped it 
Fallout 76. Say what you will about it. We all stopped playing it. I didn't. Think about like Destiny 2 year <laughs> Destiny 2 year 1. Yeah. Played it done. The, yeah. a, a majority of the player base oh, just left, left it. it. Yeah, left yeah. it. Think about early division. When the player base just left it. No, I left it. Yep. And and that was it. Yep. There are just a large list of games when Hitman decided to release Ooh, episodically. Evolve. evolve. Mm-hmm. Support was there. Gone. But if we if we are I, I don't know if this is just a byproduct of the fact that I play a, lar- a a large amount of games. Like there isn't a game that I won't at the very least try. Or does it say something about the quality of what we're getting? Not as an insult to developers because developers are making some insane shit right now. But more along the lines of, is the publisher relationship, which is this conversation that we've just been ringing around the rosy with, mm. is it more relevant to the idea of the time frame that we've been talking about in which we're going, hey, this looks dope and it's amazing. I'm going to get it. And then all of a sudden, it's it's terrible. You had your hand up first. Go well, ahead. I was going to support you in your point because you, you basically said that, like, you know, years ago, we all just played it and we were like, oh. That's it. Okay. Great game. Uh, the model of how they release games. So our mentality is still the day we play it, that's the game. Correct. Yeah. And then, and then we go, oh, that's the game. Oh, that's the game? Fuck you. <laughs> right? You right? But, well, but because we're in the mentality of sure. the game should be there the minute But and it's I guess there. that's but my but question. I think the, I think Younger the kids is, don't care about that shit. Well, I think they do and they don't. I think the problem is, is and I think it's we are we already we landed on this, is that I think I don't believe the problem is with the developer okay. from from where I sit. I don't I, I honestly don't believe that. And maybe it's just because I don't completely understand. I do believe and, and I don't I don't mean to point the finger at the bad guy saying the publisher is the problem. Because I don't think in and itself they're necessarily the problem. I think they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because to me, if Anthem cooked for another year, I'd be fine. You'd be fine, mm-hmm. right? You would be like, ah, damn, I thought I was going to get it in 20, 2018, 2019, but I'm going to get it in 2020. A lit Destiny but, year with Division 2, I'd be totally fine. Right. So so to my point, I, I don't think they understand us as a community truly because I don't need it to come out because we'll use Kingdom Hearts as a fucking example, right? I RE2, thought I was getting Kingdom Hearts Apex, 3. Bob like. 15. Way before I thought I was actually going to get it. Like, so much so that I can't even play the fucking game because there's been so many games in between that I can't fucking play it. I have to watch a 45-minute YouTube video to play this game. But, like, I just don't think as a whole they understand what we want because all they're concerned about is sales. Where if all they were – if what they were concerned about was making a product that they thought we enjoyed – then we would be playing more games that we actually enjoyed. There's part of me that's concerned that – when the live service genre started taking off and EA saw this and went, well, we need a developer, a good, one of our good developers to work on this. And they said, Bioware, we would like you to do this. And they, I guess they, Oh, well we have some designs in the works. I'm talking like five years ago, whenever they started this game. Um, and I'm worried that because of the pressure of publishers in that sense, um, because you know, we need a battle Royale game. We need a live service game. You get, you get a lot of that, I, I, that's what I feel when I look at Anthem. I feel like I'm looking at a game that's just trying to be like these other games, but with their own spin, uh, admittedly. Well, I guess yeah, I, mean, you know. I, I, would, I would agree and disagree with it. I think, um, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I think 
that like what they don't understand is it can be two years before Anthem comes out. The games of the service model exists because it because it works, right? The BR model exists because it works. Multiplayer games exist because they work. They don't need to come out in a schedule that's tight mm-hmm. because the foundational aspect of why we play those games still exists, right? Like Halo 2 came out and revolutionized multiplayer and then every game followed the model up until this point that we're still playing multiplayer games based off of Halo 2. You don't need to rush to get to them because if the game is fucking good, the game is good and we're going to play it. So to your point, Anthem doesn't need to copy Destiny. Anthem could cook for two more years. And if Anthem came out and revolutionized games of a service, but, we'd but you were all saying, be playing. You were saying they don't understand they us. Don't. And, they, that, they and think, I think that's that they shows. Ne- they yeah. think they need to rush to get to that genre because that genre is going to burn out. There's still fucking thousands of people playing JRPGs. No one's making mm-hmm. JRPGs well, to the public. You got Cyberpunk, whose their mantra is "It's going to be ready when it's ready." Correct. And then you're going to get and it. And people yeah. resonate with that, mm-hmm. and we're Correct. so excited because of we know they're they're putting the work into this thing. Look, Nintendo did it too. Metroid Prime Three. They they, they they stopped their entire development process. They, they had they had again. to take it what from who was working on it? Retro was it? Someone was working on it. I'm not sure. Plat was it Platinum working on it? They're doing it now, okay, and uh, yeah, and they 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 apologize. They're like, "Look, we're sorry. We want it to be a good game. It wasn't turning out how we wanted it to turn out. It, it didn't meet our standards." So, in there's, turn, there's always, you know, and I don't want to like minimize this conversation because you guys are making incredible points. Um, but there is always a, a push and pull between the companies making the thing and the people using the thing. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is I don't know if we're totally their customers. Right. I, don't, I I would agree. With see, you. I, we're, we're, see right. I, you go first. I please. think we're getting into a chicken and egg conversation well, because what we're what we're what we're arguably saying is what what is what is having more of an influence that is causing a a publisher to put pressure on a developer to release a product? Is it them not knowing, or is it the demand of the product itself? And if we're talking about is it them not knowing, that is a sincere possibility because we've seen projects like that happen. We've also seen that the demand from streaming services, the demand from Twitch and Mixer, the demand from reactions to conferences, you know, Anthem was E3 best of show, whatever title that holds for whoever is out there. Uh, But in either instance, there is a hype machine that gets people excited for products. So is Anthem's early release an undercooked kind of product a byproduct of pressure? I think is the answer. Now, the direction that the pressure comes from is the question. Is it the pressure from a player base that is excited about it? Or is it pressure from a financial? The the financial is the most believable part. Correct. Mm -hmm. Is the pressure from a financial standpoint makes the most sense. My question is, even though my belief system is that players are always right, do players own any part of that pie of responsibility of Anthem being pushed out there? And how much of it is that so that when the product does come out, where do we self-reflect? Because I would imagine the level-headed player base uh, that's excited for a product, and this is just my naive way of thinking, is that it's fairly minimal. Yeah, what, what I would say, because I, I want you guys to, to speak about your opinions about Anthem. Um, I think to, to what you mentioned earlier, there, there absolutely needs to, we, we, can't be, 
we can't be naive to say that they can't run a business because that that at the end of the day gaming companies have always run a business when we were 12 year olds we weren't fucking concerned about the success of their businesses we're just more attuned to it now I think they're in a vicious cycle that I don't think they know how to break. Mm-hmm. Right? Like okay. I think I think they're so caught in the hamster wheel that if they were to say to the to their shareholders for two quarters, we're not going to be successful. We know this, right? Or for two years, we are not going to be successful. We're gonna lose money. We just want you to know that now. Because but, we're spacing out our releases. Right? But for- we mm-hmm. believe mm-hmm. on Q one two years from now. We're good. We're going to roll out games like you've never fucking seen before. It would be a vastly different conversation. But if someone like a CEO is responsible for quarter over quarter of revenue growth, you're in this hamster wheel. You're in this this meat grinder where you're trying mm-hmm. to churn out content in any way that you can. And maybe you flip a coin and you get an Apex Legends. Maybe you flip a coin and you get a Battlefront 2. Who gives a fuck? Because one of them's going to make you money. One of them's still going to make you money, but not as much. Mm-hmm. But if someone were to say, okay, we care about the games that you're making. For right now, we're okay with losing money because we're only going to release one game this quarter. And that game's going to be FIFA. Right, yeah. That's all we're going to make because we know it's going to make us money because incremental growth. And then the next quarter, we're going to release something bigger, two quarters from now. But no one's doing that because everyone's concerned about shareholders or concerned about stock price. And I yeah. get why. But no one is saying and slowing down completely to say for one year, two years, we don't want to make money. We want to make a better game. Yeah, Gamers would rally behind I would, that. I would, that is like what I dream of all sure. the time. Just, just, just like we want to make a good product for you, even if we don't make as much money this year as we did last year. Real yeah. quick, but I think that is why CD Projekt Red can afford to yeah, wait that right. long, mm-hmm. and that is why Bioware cannot. Correct. You're right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Go. Mm-hmm. Well, a CD Projekt Red is publicly traded on the Pol- Polish stock exchange. Yeah, right, but, but they're also yeah, self okay. they're, they're the, Polish, the Polish stock exchange. <laughs> I'm just letting you oh know. Oh boy, come on now. You know, of all people. Like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't, because it means fucking nothing. Because they're not concerned about being publicly traded. What they're concerned about is making a good game. So we could not get them, we man. could not get Cyberpunk. For another three years, and when it came out three years later, we would not be any less excited than we are right now. Yeah. It was 177 in euros, which that's pretty valuable. <laughs> yeah, in the Polish fucking stock trip. <laughs> I sorry, I, it's okay. Yeah. I have a couple thoughts that I'm going to try to tie together because I think it's it's just a perspective. Not that you guys are, are right or wrong. Uh, I mean, not that you guys are wrong. I'm sorry. There's a lot of really okay. amazing points. We're making really, really, really good headway and talking about a lot of things that are bigger than the concepts that we're hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way all the way from the beginning of mercantilism into capitalism, people look for loopholes to make money. Jesus, and we're talking we about the origins God. of mercantilism. We need to Jesus realize, not, not, not that we need to accept it or like think it's okay, but like companies are always going to try and find like the quick way sure. to do something, right? Um, not not that it's important, but what made me think about this was learning about wampum, which is a Native American currency that uh, was crafted I didn't bring it up. from shells, right? <laughs> actual shells made this currency. Sure and once uh, colonialists figured this God. out, they made machines that could make wampum and drove the cost of wampum down for their desire to like yeah. be better at this, at this shit, right? And to have more value. Um, the companies that have, I think, been the most successful, at least in our space, realize that there's a balance between 
the the endless drive for money and growth and the value the customer sees, the investment the customer sees. That's sure. why we, we, we hold CD Projekt Red to such a high degree. Mm-hmm. But the other aspect of things that's unique to where we are in our current era is this social media hype machine. Mm-hmm. And it can help or hurt us in the biggest way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that as gamers, the, the thing we can control the most is how we take in this information and how we spew this information back out and how we talk about it. Because people are making investments and plays on the hype machine. It happened with Apex and the influencers that are going to play Apex Legends. It happened with, uh, with Anthem and in a negative way with what they put out with their beta and their demo. And people created entire YouTube videos. I'm sure people that made videos about Anthem, you know, good or bad, during the VIP mm-hmm. weekend, made fucking butt tons of money on advertisements from clicks and views just mm-hmm. talking about the game doesn't even fucking exist yet yeah so i think what we can do to make it better if that's really the end of the conversation how do we get out of this loop how do we get better in our situation is being conscious about how we talk about it because that's going to influence people's opinions truly in a major way and influences companies' decisions. I said it before. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it is not a very marketable statement, but I said it when we were talking in the Discord. It would be very irresponsible of me to come out and go, Anthem is dope. It's amazing. Play it right now. Just based on my experience alone, which has been vastly different than a person who I play with on a regular basis. Uh, th- like That would be irresponsible of me to do for a service game. Right. So at the end of the day, if we're getting into if we're just putting ourselves out there for what Anthem is, I've had a lot of fun with Anthem. I thought it was great, Uh, but I'm not naive to the reality that there's a lot of shit going on with this game that is not good. Uh, And but the thing that I said uh, in the discord was I'm also a learned games as a service guy. I played through Garbage Destiny 2 Year 1. I played through Division. I've played through really terrible aspects of games in which the community has just dropped off and become non-existent. Um, so I know that these games come with investment. Not just investment from shareholders and from, from developers, but investment from players. So I'm interested to see where it goes. I liked it. It was great. That was the end of it. Yeah, but I think like if you think about to your the point that you were making earlier about you know, we were talking about EA and their decision to release games. Like, Anthem's going to have its player base. If that player base is real, mm-hmm. that player base is going to last for however long it takes, mm-hmm. right? So, it, I I just feel like we we come to a place where we the conversation is driven solely against the person that could that could yell the loudest, okay. right? And if that person is an influencer if that person's an outlet from a media whatever like that drives the conversation versus mm-hmm. you know 10,000 little voices yeah. all the non-marketable little voices correct yeah and and this has nothing this has nothing to do with shitting on anthem because i think overall anthem is a great game but i think if we if they weren't so hard pressed to get it out when they did maybe it's an even better one yeah right maybe we're not talking about the difference between a week and a day one fucking patch Mm -hmm. because they waited an extra six months to release the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, it's, it's an interesting topic and and I, and I, and I appreciate that we talk about CD project red because they're always this, this outlier in the conversation that continues to be the outlier, but continues to be the bar. Right. So, so yeah, they're over here. Right. So, so why are they over here always never somewhere else? 
right? But and they're, and the they've bar, only released like two because they're only in the traded on the Polish market. Years, yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, they're not one hundred and seventy-seven dollars. For the record, for the record, one hundred and seventy-seven in Polish go. dollars is actually forty-six American. Just yeah. right. Wow. So you can't even buy the That's fucking game yeah. for what they're for one trading. share. So, for what they're so but to your point, Neil, yeah, they made what? How many games in the past X number of years? Yeah. Not a lot. Not, Not a lot. lot. But they're the bar, and and the only game that we can talk about that they made recently is Witcher Three. But yeah. they're the bar. But Witcher Three is dope as fuck. Yeah, they're Witcher, the bar. it's real right. dope. Yeah, it's no, real no, dope. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm agreeing. But what I'm saying is, is if they're the bar and they've released one game, yeah, one, and we're arguing against EA, that's probably released like Shake the Fucking Dice, and you'll get like the number that they've released. I mean, it seems silly that we're arguing against a point that has a belief system. Well, remember, they've not. chosen Warner Brothers as their publisher, and Warner Brothers has their hands in everything True. possible. So, like, Warner Brothers could sit back and go, you take as much time as you want to. We're working on, uh, you know, uh, fake articles about the next DC superhero game that we're going <laughs> to fucking release that's never going to come out, right? We're, 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 uh, let's release a, the 60 millionth Lego game. Right. Uh, with no trailer that everyone's just going to, all the kids ages 6 Shit, to 13 are going to buy up. Yeah, Batman let's play, game, let's play yeah. another garbage Lord of the Rings game. Like, this is just, they're fine with that because they're just going to spew out something and that's okay. Right. Right? They can they can afford to put out uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and have microtransaction problems and all this other shit because they know eventually CD Projekt Red is in the hand somewhere. We'll pop, pop, pop that down on the table, and everyone will be saying, oh, man, Warner Brothers and CD Projekt Red killed it with Cyberpunk 2077. It's just the way it is. Oh, I didn't know that uh, Warner Brothers was their publisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they chose them as a publisher. Because, again, they, they could they could publish to whoever they want to. Right. Mm. And yeah. that's uh, that's what Witcher 3 was published It was. Yeah, Witcher 3 was published yeah. on Warner Brothers. I actually relaunched it to play the fucking Griffin scene again, because it's as far as I fucking... That's, that's about... <laughs> Uh, WB games, bro. Yeah. I installed it. I I keep saying it. I think I'm gonna play it again. I, I Every time I boot up Assassin's Creed, I just I reinstalled I'm it. I I'm gonna play The Witcher. It's the Griffin scene or Diamond City. These are as far yeah. as these like open world yeah. like RPG I games get, that I get. I can't these American get RPGs. Yeah. yeah. I I've reinstalled it again because I put another drive in my computer. I was like, we're gonna play this. Played the fucking hmm. Griffin scene hmm. again. We'll see if I Fantastic ever get back Fantastic scene. In. Great scene. Played Fantastic it six scene. times so You know how to kill the Griffin <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even well. need the tutorial. Hey, speed, run the, speed run the Griffin. Yeah. yeah. S, yeah. S plus. Only New did game. it in eight steps. <laughs> New game up to the Griffin me. is the speed eight run steps. section. Yeah. Submit that to SGDQ. Uh, but no, the reason why I remember because they have the WB yeah. like logo, logo that pops up in, in the loading screen. Yeah, I didn't. I don't recall. Can I make an unrelated sad statement? Uh, before I assume we're going to be finished here. Yeah, I was, I was just going to yeah. do the... Um, we're running the risk of me splitting the show up and putting yeah. it on two different un, files. Un, unrelated sad statement, this is the first time in, in my life no, I've had not. this feeling, and I don't know if you guys have had it as well. Uh, I turned on uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, and I looked at the map, and, and I came to the realization, nope. uh, I've well, not only nope... Uh, if it continues this way, I've probably played my last Assassin's Creed game because I just don't I don't have time for it anymore. I don't have the energy to, oh. to put into it. And like it made me like really sad. I remember playing the first Assassin's Creed game and being blown away with the experience. And I don't know if you guys have had that feeling yet where it's oh, yeah. like, 
I run into a game that's late in a franchise and I go, oh my God, I'm I'm probably never going to buy an Assassin's Creed game again. And it just blew well, my mind because I've beaten It's magical the first one. time, but you're like, eight, like, you're like eight games in now and it's like... And I just that's, like... That's just how, how, I know, Felix is like, well, what addition, are you saying? There was just so much shit on the screen. I was just <laughs> what are you like, saying? In addition to my Resident Evil successes, <laughs> I, I just 100% opened up that entire map. Just. Just. Just did it. This See? week. Yeah, I don't even play it. No, uh, I've been playing it since October. What month are we in? We're February. in February. February. October? <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. Never. So your, Never. your, your, your organic playthrough didn't really open up much of the map. <laughs> No, it opened the whole map. Well, Felix, so yeah. this yeah. is what started yeah. the... Seven months later. Yeah, seven months later. So this is what started... speed run map to, opening. Yeah. To relate it back to the Four Anthem conversation, this is why I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know, as I grow older and as I'm married and with kids and all this other stuff, I, I have always said that when a game comes out and people dislike it, there's a, always a portion of the community where I look at them and I go, this game is not for you anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just the reality. They are positioning this to a completely different market. That wants to do, Fortnite's not for me. Like, that's just the reality of it. But that, yeah. th- that's not Fortnite a time sink. Fortnite doesn't have a four-month That's what I'm saying. There's not a time sink. So. Yeah. But I've come to the realization that, like, if Assassin's Creed continues on this route, this game is not for me anymore. I have yeah. so many topics. And this is the first time, in, like, in this has hit episodes. me. Like, this has hit me in my head where I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I have played my last Assassin's Creed game, and that just blew my mind. No, you're right. Because, I mean, like, there are things that in in the course of the the past year that I would have played or would have sunk in time that Mm -hmm. I have to then say that, no, like, I'm not going to play this game. Or this is no longer, you are trying to fit a model that you don't need to fit, but if Mm -hmm. you're going to do that... All right then. Then I'll watch you on then Twitch, I'll or I'll it, yeah. read a review, or I'll watch some YouTube but that's videos, yeah. or I'll watch somebody else play it, like Trip, or maybe somebody else. Right? Like, we are at a point that if we're if if studios are all trying to be the same, mm-hmm. we we can't play all of their games. Mm-hmm. Even someone that is investing all of their time into only mm-hmm. playing games can't play them all. So a conversation that we've had in the Discord is Anthem, Destiny, Division. Those three in itself are more than a work week, mm-hmm. right? Like they really are. So if you take your own personal work week, throw it in, in a gaming work week, like you're going to have to prioritize and one of them naturally is going to fall off. Maybe for some it's, di- some it's division, some it's anthem, some it's destiny. Maybe whatever. you want to see another human at that point. Or maybe you want to interact with a person. Yeah. Right? Relationships. But that, was like, that was like a hard realization for yeah. me. Like, holy shit. I, like in a franchise that I love. Sure. Like this is the last time. This That's like it. if Final Fantasy came out more often than what that was and I looked at 15 and they were like, it's an open world game. And I was like, I'm surrounded by open world games right now. I don't know if I could do this anymore. And like I'm I'm afraid is not the word, but I was like, damn, I'm gonna run into this season of Division, Destiny, and Anthem, and Penumbra is gonna come out. It's gonna be dope. And I already love Anthem and I really love the division, but one of those three are gonna have to go. I got yeah. I got a, and it it scares me. Odyssey yeah. I got Odyssey for free this week yeah. because I played the Google Demo the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot they yeah. did that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to install that. I, yeah. I honestly don't. Well, know. they just gave me Watch Dogs but, Two for free, which I've never played, and I'm yeah. like, you just, you gave me a free game, and I, I can't play this because it's open world. It's got 200 hours of content, and I don't have time for this. So I 
I liken Assassin's Creed Odyssey to a puzzle. That's a, not that it is a puzzle, not that it has puzzle shit in it, mm-hmm. but like puzzles are things left on the dining room table For you to that pick you up come back to and you place a piece in and then you go back okay. to yeah, doing but, other but, things. Yeah, but the that problem doesn't... with all the games that we've been discussing tonight, Anthem and this Apex, is you need other people. So they're more like D and D. But see, in this instance, and I instance, need fucking other people to be there. In this for instance, that. imagine you had eighteen different puzzles on your table. Yeah. Well, right. No, no. I, and that analogy is real. Like, so that's no, what I'm saying. Imagine you have eighteen two in this piece. Yeah. And yeah, but you also you also have to consider that. Do you even give a fuck about that puzzle when you go back? You to have it? to. Right. I the do. reason why like I've you played have the care. Griffin scene so many fucking times yeah. is because you want to love it. Yeah. Because I want to love it, but then something pulls me away from well, it. Yeah. I put my me... time into that, and I'm right. like, oh, I'm ready to put the piece back in, but this fucking piece is still the Griffin. Like it's still. I've made no progress. You don't know where to put it, and you have to start over. But like. Like, to your point, yes. Like I, don't, I, I thrive in playing games puzzle. with other people. I always will, right? Like it, whether it be it's a just easier or, to be social, you know. It is yeah. right. Like that's where I put my fulfillment into. Is I guess what he's people. saying that's is the same advice applies. Like when you go to put it down, you say you don't want to do it anymore. You want to rage quit. Go back to it. Try it out. True. You know. No, what he's same doing advice. is he keeps putting all the pieces back in the fucking box. Why the fuck <laughs> does he keep doing that? Because at a certain don't point, you got to leave it Don't put the, the pieces table. away. Yeah, at a certain point, though, you got to have perspective on what you're building, and you you lose that. Uh, you can on on the the, the plus thousand hey, piece puzzles. At the I end know. of the day, it's just a it's real hard. piece of shit bird. It's, it's just a, a, it's a, a real boring ass bird. bird. And we got to get those birds and out of our gotta, brain and yeah. make space for other things. Give, yeah, you know? it's a griffin. Boring ass griffin. Just a boring ass griffin sitting on a branch, looking to the left. You know what? I just want. I just want a muffin top. That's all I want. You want a muffin? You missed the muffin analogy. You missed the muffin analogy. This amazing muffin analogy. I'm not upset about it. We are over two hours. We should we hit Felix's Fallout Four mod? Oh yeah. Tell us about your mod list in Fallout Four, Felix. You're not doing that anymore. No, you're not playing Fallout Four. The shit broke. It broke. Uh, You're it playing broke. 76, also broke. <laughs> I'm not playing that right now, but I'm still playing it. I have a character. Not oh broke. My it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle he's building. Hey, man. Yeah, More I gotta... or less broke than your Fallout 4 mod. I need people. My D&D table has no people at it. No one's people. at that table, dude. The <laughs> table's... Yeah. That shit is as barren as the <laughs> fucking actual landscape. Yeah. Oh, snap. It's barren. Yeah, no one's oh, playing Oh, man. It. All right. Episode 200, folks. 200. Felt felt great. Felt good. Honestly. Felt good. It's a long one, but you should have known that. Can you go get the thing? Thank you if you were still here from the beginning. The thing that I got for everyone? You want me to get up and get that right now? (laughs) Get what? Sure. This is lock and key. I'll be back in a moment. (laughs) Don't 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 go anywhere. No, no, no. I'm going. We'll do it on the post show. Whoa. Going now. (laughs) All right. This is lock and key. Too late. You can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Uh, anytime I go live, which will be to Mixer, I will tweet it out. Um, rarely go live, but I did go live the other day when I was playing with Diamond on yeah. Apex Legends as per request from um, Channing Tater and from Neo Aoshi. I so, needed entertainment. Um, so maybe that'll happen in the future. Um, I should probably just hit the go live button. I'd but, watch your Apex um, for show. F- follow me on Twitter. I appreciate that. Follow me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Thank you all. Episode 200. Uh, this is Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV and on Twitter.com slash Trip Zero TV. Those are probably the best places to follow me. Um, I broadcast every day. Uh, 12 to 8 is like my my air quotes time, but I want to shift that later because that's when the majority of people are playing these games. <coughs> I'm doing a lot of Anthem right now. 
and we'll see how that goes. I still love Destiny. It's my harm. That's my my home and my heart is what I just try to say to combine into one word. It's my, my harm. harm. And it's your harm, all right. It's my harm. It is. You got it's, that it's right. Drove in my life to a, to a certain oh, look point. At this. You got um, that right. So we're gonna try and fit that in as we as we go into the next season of content there. But you know, stay tuned. It's pretty fun. Twitter, like uh, Lock and Key said, is the best place to be if you're gonna choose one because I'm always there and you'll know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Fuck. Uh, Locke also just walked back in the room with the thing that Felix Hergood mentioned to bring into please the room. Don't, please don't which fall. Don't is, oh my God. Please which don't is fall. a cake. You see it? It's a... Yeah. It, it yeah. says, trophy unlocked, 200, 200 weeks. weeks. So this is wow. pretty dope, Wait, guys. we gotta take a picture Congratulations to us, wow. to yeah, everything. Yeah, definitely we should take to a picture To you guys listening for this whole time, we appreciate yeah. the absolute fuck out of you. This is not a family show, so we're gonna say it. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing yeah. that in. Lock. This is uh, um, this is Neo Aoshi. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Aoshi. And when I go live, it'll be on Twitch at Neo Aoshi no underscore. Cool. Follow me. Cool. Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> follow uh, me. Follow me. Trying a new thing. Trying a new thing. I like it. I like it. You can check me out. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Diamond Jab. Uh, Instagram at Diamond Jab. Uh, Twitch.tv, Mixer.com, uh, four slash Diamond Jab. My days are weekdays, uh, 7 p.m. Uh, it's been a little flexible, obviously, with Anthem, but I'm going to have like six days off coming up soon. So my streams will be all over the place for the most part. But it's primarily in the evening. I'm a variety caster. So uh, a lot of Anthem, a lot of Destiny with a, a, a couple different games. You done with, you done with so. Division 1? Uh, I think so. I beat it. I got like two shields, and I think that's about all I'm gonna get. I have to like go back to like the dark zone and kill 25 dudes. I'll do I, I, I logged might... in. I logged in before I came over. Yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll get another shield or two. See if I can get that. If unlocked. you end up getting on, let me know because if I can knock him out, then I, then then I would do it. But yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, uh, the I'll have the big three. I'll have division one day, uh, anthem two days, and destiny. Uh, uh, or division two days, anthem two days, and then destiny one day. Yeah, and this is Felix Hergood, twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood, mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. I do a Mitch chat, two services at once. And right now I'm uh, evidently speedrunning Resident Evil 2. I'm also, I'm also playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's, mm. I, I'm an end game with that. I'm on like level I level 70 and I'm like like 14 mastery levels above level 70. <laughs> Kind of a little crazy. I'm finally doing the story, so <laughs> come on in and visit. Finally doing the Assassin's Creed story. Are you still fucking talking? I'm done. I'm done. When that, I was that's it. Jab talking, I thought by the time I would come back, you would be done. I'm good. Well, I took up. Sure? I took up the most it. time. He has. Yes. See you next week. Thank See you guys. For two Bye. Episodes later, dudes. Later. Later. I remember that episode. Just like, the last week was so bubbly about it, and you're like, I'm gonna yeah. fucking tell you all the motherfucking problems with this goddamn video game. In and one I, week's and the time. Picture, the picture I made for that episode was like a bunch of dumpsters on fire. Yeah, but you with never, the game but you never know how that's gonna pan palette. out because he had arguably the same reaction to Resident Evil save system, that's and true. then it he was, loves it. It was so the it's inverse. like a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, there. it's, it's the a choose your own adventure. Yeah, but yeah. usually, usually. <laughs> Goddamn developers. Goddamn developers. Usually if he starts off hot, it usually means that it's going to end up well. Yeah. yeah. Because he's, he's knee-jerk, knee-jerk yeah. reacting. If you knee-jerk to, to happiness, there's only, only <laughs> yeah, there's downhill. Only, yeah. there's only, only downhill. I knee-jerk all the time. It's, you know? only, it's yeah. only downhill. <laughs>